Welcome, brothers and sisters. Happy Sukkot to you and to your family. I know that many of us are on different calendars, but uh, for us, uh, for many of us, we're kind of in the middle of Sukkot here. And uh, there's a command in the book of Deuteronomy, which actually we're going to go ahead and read really quickly uh, as to what we're kind of doing here today. Deuteronomy 31, 9 through 13. And Moshe wrote this Torah and delivered it unto the priests, the sons of Levi, which bore the Ark of the Covenant of Yahuwah, and unto all the elders of Yisrael. And Moshe commanded them, saying, At the end of every seven years, in the solemnity of the year of release, in the feast of Sukkot, Feast of Tabernacles, when all Israel is to come appear before Yahweh Elohaika in the place which he shall choose, you shall read this Torah before all Israel in their hearing. Gather the people together, men and women and children, and your stranger that is within your gates, that they may hear that they may learn and fear Yahweh Elohim and guard to do all the words of this Torah, and that their children, which have not known anything, may hear and learn to fear Yahweh Elohim as long as you live in the land, whether you go over the Yardan to possess it, the Jordan possess it. So, um, again, what we're doing here is a reading of, uh, of the entire Torah. We're going to start today, and uh, the next four days following, we'll be doing one book each day. Uh, the times will vary, so just uh, stay tuned for that. But uh, no idea if this is the seventh year of release or not, but we're going to go with it. And it's quite frankly, it's something I think uh, be nice to do every year uh, is to go through the entire Torah within the week of Sukkot. So uh, with that, let's start with a little quick uh, prayer and uh, let's just get right to the reading. So Heavenly Father, Yahuwah Most High, the Elohim of Avraham, Yitzchak and Yaakov, we just come before you and we just pray that you open our eyes and ears to hear all the words of your set apart Torah. Uh, your everlasting instructions for us. And we just bless you and thank you for bringing us back to it in these last days. And of course, thank you so much for sending Messiah Yahusha to reconcile us back unto you. We love you, we bless you, and we pray that you bless this reading. In Yahusha's name we ask these things. Amen and amen. And again, happy Sukkot to you, brothers and sisters. So we're actually going to read, uh, a lot of you know that I'm very fond of the Sefer version. But uh, I thought this is actually a really good opportunity uh, to go through another version that I think is very important to cross-reference, which is called the Septuagint. So I'm going to be reading from the Septuagint. Um, you uh, Actually, I'll put the link in the um, chat. So if any of you want to follow along on your own, uh, you're welcome to do so. Otherwise, it'll be up here on the screen for you to follow along. So uh, I don't think I'm going to have too many comments. Uh, I'd like this to be kind of a straight read-through. Um, but I may have a comment here or there, especially if something pops up in the Septuagint that's a little bit different. So uh, with that, let's uh, let's kind of get right to it. And we will start, and we're going to read uh, the book of Bereshit, uh, a.k.a. Genesis. And again, we're reading it from the Septuagint version, which is roughly 200 B.C., about 1,100 years older than the Masoretic, which is what the KJV and many of the uh, scriptures that we're familiar with these days. So Genesis chapter 1. And I'm going to be speaking these set-apart names, so even though it's going to display titles like God and Lord, we're going to be speaking uh, the set-apart names for our Father. And uh, yeah, so here we go. No more delays. In the beginning, Elohim made the heaven and the earth, but the earth was unsightly and unfurnished, and darkness was over the deep. And the spirit of Elohim moved over the water, and Elohim said, Let there be light. And there was light. 
And Elohim saw the light, that it was good. And Elohim divided between the light and the darkness. And Elohim called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And Elohim said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the water, and let it be a division between the water and water. And it was so. And Elohim made the firmament, and Elohim divided between the water which was under the firmament and the water which was above the firmament. And Elohim called the firmament heaven, and Elohim saw that it was good, and there was evening and there was morning the second day. And Elohim said, Let the water which is under the heaven be collected into one place, and let the, let the dry land appear, and it was so. And the water which was under the heaven was collected into its places, into its places, and the dry land appeared. And Elohim called the dry land earth, and the gathering of the waters he called seas. And Elohim saw that it was good. And Elohim said, Let the earth bring forth the herb of the grass, bearing seed according to its kind, and according to its likeness, and the fruit tree bearing fruit whose seed is in it, according to its kind on the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth the herb of the grass, bearing seed according to its kind and according to its likeness, and the fruit tree bearing fruit whose seed is in it, according to its kind on the earth, and Elohim saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning the third day. And Elohim said, Let there be lights in the firmament of heaven, to give light upon the earth, to divide between the day and night, and let them be for signs, and for seasons, and for days, and for years. And let them be for light in the firmament of the heaven, so as to shine upon the earth, and it was so. And Elohim made the two great lights, the greater light for regulating the day, and the lesser light for regulating the night, the night the stars also. And Elohim placed them in the firmament of the heaven so as to shine upon the earth and to regulate day and night and to divide between the light and the darkness. And Elohim saw that it was good and there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. And Elohim said, Let the waters bring forth reptiles having life and winged creatures flying above the earth in the firmament of heaven. And it was so. And Elohim made great whales and every living reptile, which the waters brought forth according to their kinds, and every creature that flies with wings according to its kind. And Elohim saw that they were good. And Elohim blessed them, saying, Increase and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas, and let the creatures that fly be multiplied on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning the fifth day. And Elohim said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, quadrupeds and reptiles and wild beasts of the earth according to their kind, and it was so. And Elohim made the wild beasts of the earth according to their kind, and cattle according to their kind, and all the reptiles of the earth according to their kind, and Elohim saw that they were good. And Elohim said, Let us make man according to our image and likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the flying creatures of heaven, and over the cattle and all the earth, and over all the reptiles that creep upon the earth. And Elohim made man, according to the image of Elohim made made him. Male and female he made them. And Elohim blessed them, saying, Increase, and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the seas and flying creatures of heaven." and all the cattle and all the earth and all the reptiles that creep on the earth. And Elohim said, Behold, I have given to you every seed-bearing herb, sowing seed which is upon all the earth, and every tree which has in itself 
has in itself the fruit of seed that is sown. To you it shall be for food, and to all the wild beasts of the earth, and to all the flying creatures of heaven, and to every reptile creeping on the earth, which has in itself the breath of life, even every green plant for food, and it was so. And Elohim saw all the things that he had made, and behold, they were very good. And there was evening, and there was morning the sixth day. Excuse me. Chapter 2. And the heavens and the earth were finished, and the whole world of them. And Elohim finished on the sixth day his works which he had made, and he seized on the seventh day from all his works which he had made. And Elohim blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he seized from all his works which Elohim began to do. This is the book of the generation of heaven and earth, when they were made in the day which in which Yahuwah Elohinu made the heaven and the earth and every herb of the field before it was on the earth and all the grass of the field before it sprang up. For Elohim had not reigned upon the earth. I'm sorry. Elohim had not reigned on the earth and there was not a man to cultivate it. But there rose a fountain out of the earth and watered the whole face of the earth. And Elohim formed the man of the dust of the earth and breathed upon his face the breath of life. And the man became a living soul. And Elohim planted a garden eastward in Edom, and placed there the man whom he had formed. And Elohim made to spring up also out of the earth every beautiful to the eye and good for food. Every tree beautiful to the eye and good for food. And the tree of life in the midst of the garden, and the tree of learning the knowledge of good and evil. And a river proceeds out of Edom to water the garden. Thence it derives itself into four heads, the name of the one, Pisum. This is which encircles the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. There is also carbuncle and emerald. And the name of the second river is Gihon. This is it which encircles the whole land of Ethiopia. And the third river is Tigris. This is that which flows forth over against the Assyrians. And the fourth river is Euphrates. And Yahweh Eloheinu took the man whom he had formed and placed him in the garden of delight to cultivate and keep it. And Yahweh Eloheinu gave a charge to Adam, saying, Of every tree which is in the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, of it shall ye not eat. But in whatsoever ye day ye eat of it, ye shall surely die. And Yahweh Eloheinu said, It is not good that the man should be alone. Let us make for him a suitable a help suitable to him. And Elohim formed yet farther out of the earth of all the wild beasts of the field and all the birds of the sky. And he brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called any living creature, that was the name of it. And Adam gave names to all the cattle and to all the birds of the sky and to all the wild beasts of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a help like to himself. And Elohim brought a trance upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs, and filled up the flesh and stud thereof. And Elohim formed the rib which he took from Adam into a woman, and brought her to Adam. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of her husband. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. And the two were naked, both Adam and his wife, and were not ashamed. Chapter 3 
Now, the serpent was most crafty of all the brutes on the earth, which Yahweh Elohenu made. And the serpent said to the woman, Wherefore has Elohim said, Eat not of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden? Elohim said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For Elohim knew that in whatever day ye should eat of it, your eyes would be opened, and he would be as gods, knowing good and evil. And the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes to look upon, and beautiful to contemplate. And having taken of its fruit, she ate. And she gave to her husband also with her, and they ate. And the eyes of both were opened, and they perceived that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves aprons to go round them. And they heard the voice of Yahweh Eloheinu walking in the garden in the afternoon, and both Adam and his wife hid themselves from the face of Yahweh Eloheinu in the midst of the trees of the garden. And Yahweh Eloheinu called Adam and said to him, Adam, where art thou? And he said to him, I heard thy voice as thou walkest in the garden, and I feared, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And Elohim said to him, Who told you that you were naked? Unless thou hast eaten of the tree concerning which I charged thee of it alone not to eat. And Adam said, The woman whom you gave to me, gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I ate. And Yahweh Elohim said to the woman, Why have you done this? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. And Yahweh Eloheinu said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed above all cattle and all the brutes of the earth. On thy breast and belly shalt thou go, and thou shalt eat earth all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. He shall watch against thy head, and thou shalt watch against his heel. And to the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy pains and thy groanings. In pain thou shalt bring forth children, and thy submission shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over you. And to Adam he said, Because you have hearkened to the voice of your wife, and eaten of the tree concerning which I charge thee of it only not to eat, of that thou hast eaten. Cursed is the ground in thy labors. In pain shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face thou shalt eat bread until you return to the earth out of which you were taken. For earth you are, and to earth you shall return. And Adam called the name of his wife Life, because she was the mother of all living. And Yahweh made for Adam and his wife garments of skin and clothed them. And Elohim said, Behold, Adam is become as one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest at any time he stretch forth his hand and take of the tree of life and eat, and so he shall live forever. So Yahweh Elohim sent him forth out of the garden of delight to cultivate the ground out of which he was taken. And he cast out Adam and caused him to dwell over against the garden of delight and stationed the cherubs and the fiery swords that turn about to keep the way of the tree of life. Chapter four. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and brought forth Cain and said, I have gained a man through Elohim. And she again bore his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. 
And it was so, after some time that Cain brought of the fruits of the earth a sacrifice to Yahuwah, and Abel also brought of the firstborn of his sheep and of his fatlings, and Elohim looked upon Abel and his gifts, but Cain and his sacrifices he regarded not. And Cain was exceedingly sorrowful, and his countenance fell. And Yahweh said to Cain, Why art thou become very sorrowful, and why is thy countenance fallen? Hast thou not sinned, if thou hast brought, if thou hast brought it rightly? But not divided it, but not rightly divided it. Be still; to thee shall be his submission, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain said to Abel his brother, "Let us go out into the plain." And it came to pass that when they were in the plain, Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. And Yahweh Elohim said to Cain, "Where is Abel thy brother?" And he said, "I know not. Am I my brother's keeper?" And Yahweh said, "What have you done?" The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me out of the ground. And now you are cursed from the earth which has opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. When you till, when you till the ground, then it shall not continue to give its strength to you. You shall be groaning and trembling on the earth. And Cain said to Yahweh Lohinu, My crime is too great for me to be forgiven. If you cast me out this day from the face of the earth, and I shall be hidden from thy presence, and I shall be groaning and trembling upon the earth, then it will be that anyone that finds me shall slay me. And Yahweh said to him, Not so. Anyone that slays Cain shall suffer sevenfold vengeance. And, the, and Yahweh set a mark upon Cain that no one that found him might slay him. So Cain went forth from the presence of Elohim and dwelt in the land of Nod over against Edom. And I must say, this is very interesting. This is quite different than the Septuagint, or than the Masoretic. All right, verse 17. And Cain knew his wife, and having conceived, she bore Enoch. And he built a city, and he named the city after the name of his son, Enoch. And to Enoch was born, born Gaidad, and Gaidad begot Malil, Malilil. And Malilil begot Methuselah, and Methuselah begot Lamech. And Lamech took to himself two wives, the name of the one was Ada, and the name of the other was Zillah. And Ada bore Jobel. He was the father of those that dwell in tents, feeding cattle. And the name of his brother was Jubal. He it was who invented the psaltery and the harp. And Zillah also bore Thobel. He was a smith, a manufacturer both of brass and iron. And the sister of Thobel was Naamah. And Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice, you wives of Lamech. Consider my words, because I have slain a man to my sorrow and a youth to my grief. Because vengeance has been exacted seven times on Cain's behalf, on Lamech's it shall be seventy times seven. And Adam knew his wife, Eve his wife, and she conceived and bore a son, and called his name Seth, saying, For Elohim has raised up to me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. And Seth had a son, and he called his name Enos. He hoped to call on the name of Yahweh in Elhenu. Verse 5, or chapter 5. This is the genealogy of men in the day which Elohim made Adam. In the image of Elohim made he him. Male and female he made them, and blessed them. And he called his name Adam in the day which he made them. And Adam lived 230 years and begot a son after his own form and after his own image. And he called his name Seth. And the days of Adam, which he lived after his begetting Seth, were 700 years. And he begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Adam, which he lived, were 930 years. 
and he died. Now Seth lived 205 years and begot Enos. And Seth lived after his begetting Enos 707 years. And he begot sons and daughters, and all the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. And Enos lived 190 years and begot Canaan. And Enos lived after his begetting Canaan 715 years, and he begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Enos were 905 years, and he died. And Canaan lived 170 years, and he begot Malalil. And Canaan lived after his begetting Malalil 740 years, and he begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Canaan were 910 years, and he died. And Malalil lived 165 years, and he begot Jared. And Malalil lived after his beginning Jared 730 years, and he begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Malalil were 895 years, and he died. And Jared lived 162 years, and he begot Enoch. And Jared lived after his beginning Enoch 800 years, and he begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Jared were 962 years, and he died. And Enoch lived 165 years and begot Methuselah. And Enoch was well-pleasing to Elohim after his begetting Methuselah. 200 years, and he begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years, and Enoch was well-pleasing to Elohim and was not found because Elohim translated him. And Methuselah lived 167 years and begot Lamech. And Methuselah lived after his begetting Lamech 802 years and begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Methuselah which he lived were 969 years, and he died. And Lamech lived 180, 180 and 8 years and begot a son, and he called his name Noe, Noah, saying, This one will cause us to cease from our works, and from the toils of our hands, and from the earth, which Yahweh Elohenu has cursed. And Lamech lived after his beginning Noah 560 and 5 years and begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Lamech were 753 years, and he died. And Noah was 500 years old, and he begot three sons, Shem, Chem, and Yepheth. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 6. And it came to pass, when men began to be numerous upon the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of Elohim, having seen the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, took to themselves wives of all whom they chose. And Yahweh Elohim said, My spirit shall certainly not remain among these men forever, because they are flesh, but their days shall be a hundred and twenty years. Now the giants were upon the earth in those days, and after that, when the sons of Elohim were wont to go in to the daughters of men, they bore children to them. Those were the giants of old, the men of renown. And Yahweh Elohenu, having seen that the wicked actions of men were multiplied upon the earth, and that everyone in his heart was intently brooding over evil continually, then Elohim laid it, laid it to heart that he had made man upon the earth, and he pondered it deeply. And Elohim said, I will blot out man whom I have made from the face of the earth, even man with the cattle and reptiles with flying creatures of the sky, for I am grieved that I have made them. But Noah found grace before Yahweh Eloheinu. And these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man, being perfect in his generation. Noah was well-pleasing to Elohim. And Noah begot son, three sons, Shem, Ham, and Yepheth. But the earth was corrupted before Elohim, and the earth was filled with iniquity. And Yahweh Eloheinu saw the earth, and it was corrupted, because all flesh had corrupted its way upon the earth. And Yahweh Eloheinu said to Noah, 
a period of all men is come before me, because the earth has been filled with the iniquity by them. And behold, I destroy them and the earth. Make therefore for thyself an ark of square timber, and thou shalt make the ark in compartments, and thou shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. And thus shalt thou make the ark, three hundred cubits the length of the ark, and fifty cubits the breadth, and thirty cubits the height of it. Thou shalt narrow the ark in making it, and in a cubit above thou shalt finish it. And the door of the ark thou shalt make on the side with lower, second, and third stories thou shalt make it. And behold, I bring up. I'm sorry. And behold, I bring a flood of water upon the earth to destroy all flesh in which is the breath of life under heaven. And whatsoever things are upon the earth shall die. And I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall enter into the ark, and your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you, and of all cattle and of all reptiles and of all wild beasts, even all flesh, even of all flesh, thou shalt bring by pairs of all into the ark, that you mayest feed them with thyself, male and female they shall be, of all winged birds after their kind, and of all cattle after their kind, and of all reptiles creeping upon the earth after their kind. Pairs of all shall come into thee, male and female, to be fed with you. And you shall take to yourself of all kinds of food which ye eat, and ye shall gather them to yourself, and it shall be for thee and for them to eat. And Noah did all things whatsoever Yahweh Elohim commanded him, so did he. <clears throat> Chapter 7 And Yahweh Elohim said to Noah, Enter you and all your family into the ark. For I have seen righteous, I have seen, for, for thee I have seen righteous before me in this generation. And of the clean cattle taken to these sevens, male and female. And of the unclean cattle, pairs, male and female. And of clean flying creatures of the sky, sevens, male and female. And of all unclean flying creatures, pairs, male and female, to maintain, on, to maintain seed on all the earth. For yet seven days having passed, I will bring rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights, and I will blot out every offspring which I have made from the face of all the earth. And Noah did all things whatsoever Yahweh Elohim commanded him. And Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of water was upon the earth. And then went in Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the water of the flood. And of clean flying creatures, and of unclean flying creatures, and of clean cattle, and of unclean cattle, and of all things that creep upon the earth, pairs went in to Noah into the ark, male and female, as Elohim commanded Noah. And it came to pass, after the seven days, that the water of the flood came upon the earth in the six hundredth year of the life of Noah, in the second month, on the twenty-seventh day of the month. On this day all the fountains of the abyss were broken up, and the floodgates of heaven were opened, and the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. On that very day entered Noah, Shem, Ham, Yepheth, the sons of Noah, and the wife of Noah, and the three wives of his sons with him into the ark, and all the wild beasts after their kind, and all cattle after their kind, and every reptile moving itself on the earth after its kind, and every flying bird after its kind, went into Noah into the ark pairs, male and female, of all flesh in which is the breath of life. And they that entered went in male and female of all flesh, as Elohim commanded Noah. And Yahweh Elohim shut the ark outside of him, 
And the flood was upon the earth forty days and forty nights, and the water abounded greatly and bore up the ark, and it was lifted on high from off the earth. And the water prevailed and abounded exceedingly upon the earth, and the ark was borne upon the water. And the water prevailed exceedingly upon the earth and covered all the high mountains which were under heaven. Fifteen cubits upwards was the water raised, and it covered all the high mountains. And there died all flesh that moved upon the earth, of flying creatures and cattle and of wild beasts and every reptile moving upon the earth and every man. And all things which have the breath of life and whatsoever and whatever was on the dry land died. And Elohim blotted out every offspring which was upon the face of the earth, both man and beast and reptiles and birds of the sky, and they were blotted out from the earth. And Noah was left alone and those with him in the ark. And the water was raised over the earth a hundred and fifty days. And Elohim, uh, chapter 8, And Elohim remembered Noah, and all the wild beasts, and all the cattle, and all the birds, and all the reptiles that creep, as many as were with him in the ark. And Elohim brought a wind upon the earth, and the water stayed. And the fountains of the deep were closed up, and the floodgates of heaven, and the rain from heaven was withheld. And the water subsided, and went off the earth, and after an hundred and fifty days the water was diminished. And the ark rested in the seventh month on the twenty-seventh day of the month on the mountains of Ararat. And the water continued to decrease until the tenth month. And in the tenth month, on the first day of the month, the heads of the mountains were seen. And it came to pass, after forty days, Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. And he sent forth a raven, and it went forth and returned not until the water was dried dried from off the earth. And he sent a dove after to see if the water had ceased from off the earth. And the dove, not having found rest for her feet, returned to him into the ark, because the water was on all the face of the earth. And he stretched out his hand and took her, and brought her to himself into the ark. And having waited yet seven other days, he again sent forth a dove from the ark, and the dove returned to him in the evening, and had, an, and had a leaf of olive, a sprig in her mouth. And Noah knew that the water had ceased from off the earth. And having waited yet seven other days, he again sent forth a dove, and she did not return to him again any more. And it came to pass in the six hundred and first year of the life of Noah, in the first month, on the first day of the month, the water subsided from off the earth, and Noah opened the covering of the ark which he had made, and he saw that the water had subsided from the face of the earth. And in the second month, the earth was dried on the twenty-seventh day of the month. <clears throat> And Yahweh Elohim spoke to Noah, saying, Come out from the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you, and all the wild beasts as many as are with you, and all flesh both of birds and beasts and every reptile moving upon the earth, bring forth with you, and increase ye and multiply upon the earth. And Noah came forth, and his wife, and his sons, and his sons' wives with him, and all the wild beasts, and all the cattle, and every bird, and every reptile creeping upon the earth after their kind, came forth out of the ark. And Noah built an altar to Yahuwah, and took of all clean beasts, and of all clean birds, and offered a whole burnt offering upon the altar. And Yahuwah Eloheinu smelled a smell of sweetness, and Yahuwah Eloheinu, having considered, said, I will not any more curse the earth because of the works of men, 
Because the imagination of man is intently bent upon evil things from his youth, I will not therefore any more smite all living flesh as I have done. All the days of the earth, seed and harvest, cold and heat, summer and spring, shall not cease by day or night. Chapter 9. <clears throat> and Elohim blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Increase and multiply and fill the earth and have dominion over it. And the dread and the fear of you shall be upon all the wild beasts of the earth, on all the birds of the sky, and on all things moving upon the earth, and upon all the fishes of the sea. I have placed them under your power, and every reptile which is living shall be uh, I'm sorry, and every reptile which is living shall be to you for meat. I have given all things to you as the green herbs, but flesh with the blood of life ye shall not eat. For your blood of your lives will I require at the hand of all wild beasts, and I will require the life of man at the hand of his brother his I'm sorry, at the hand of his brothers his brother man. He that sheds man's blood, instead of that blood shall his own be shed. For in the image of Elohim I made man. But do you increase and multiply, and fill the earth, and have dominion over it? And Elohim spoke to Noah, and to his sons with him, saying, and behold, I establish my covenant with you, and with your seed after you, and with every living creature with you, of birds and beasts, and with all the wild beasts of the earth, as many as are with you, of all that come out of the ark. And I will establish my covenant with you, and all flesh shall not any more die by the water of the flood. And there shall no more be a flood of water to destroy all the earth. And Yahweh Elohim said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant which I set between me and and you, and between every living creature which is with you for perpetual generations. I set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a sign of a covenant between me and the earth, and it shall be when I gather clouds upon the earth that my bow shall be seen in the cloud, and I will remember my covenant which is between me and you and between every living soul in all flesh, and there shall no longer be water for a deluge so as to blot out all flesh. And my bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look to remember the everlasting covenant between me and the earth, and between every living soul and all flesh which is upon the earth. And Elohim said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant which I have made between me and all flesh which is upon the earth. Now the sons of Noah which came out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham was the father of Canaan. These are the sons of Noah. Of these were men scattered over all the earth. And Noah began to be a husbandman, and he planted a vineyard, and he drank of the wine, and was drunk, and was naked in his house. And Ham, the father of Hanan, saw the nakedness of his father, and he went out and told his two brothers without. And Shem and Japheth, having taken a garment, put it on both their backs and went backwards and covered the nakedness of their father. And their face was backward, and they saw not the nakedness of their father. And Noah recovered from the wine and knew all that his younger son had done to him. And he said, Cursed be the servant Canaan. A slave shall he be to his brethren. And he said, Blessed be Yahweh Eloheinu of Shem. And Canaan shall be his bondservant. May Elohim make room for Japheth, Yapheth, and let him dwell in the habitations of Shem. And let Canaan be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood 350 years, and all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. Chapter 10. Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, 
Chem, and Japheth. And the sons were born unto them after the flood. The sons of Japheth, Gomer, Magog, Amadai, Yovan, Elisa, Thobel, and Moshach, and Tiras. The sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, and Riphath, and Torgama. The sons of Yovan, Elisa, Tarsus, Sitians, Rhodians. From these were the islands of the Gentiles divided in their land, each according to his tongue, in their tribes, and in their nations. And the sons of Ham, and the sons of Ham, Cush, Mitzrayim, Fud, Fut, and Canaan. And the sons of Cush, Saba, Avil, Havila, Sapta, Re, uh, Regma, and Sabathka, Sabathaka. And the sons of Regma, Saba, and Dedan. And Cush begot Nimrod. It's Neb, Nebrod in this version. Nebrod. I'm just going to say Nimrod. And Cush begot Nimrod, and he began to be a giant upon the earth. He was a giant hunter before Yahweh Elohinu. Therefore they say, as Nimrod, the giant hunter before Yahweh. In the beginning of his kingdom was Babylon, and Orek, and Achad, and Chalanin, and in the land of Shinar. Out of that land came Ashur, and built Nineveh, and the city of Rehoboth, and Chalach, and Dase between Nineveh and Chalach. This is the great city. And Mitzrayim begot Ludim. This is Egypt. Mitzrayim begot Ludim, and the Nephtalim, and the em Enemetim, and the Labim, and the Pat Patroniim, and the Chazmonim. Whence came forth Philistim, the Palestinians, uh, the Philistines, excuse me. And the Gathrim. And Canaan begot Sidon, his firstborn, and the Hittite, and the Jebusite, and the Amorite, and the Girgashite, and the Hivite, and the Arukite, and the Asenite, and the Ardian, and the Samarian, and the Amathite. And after this, the tribes of the Canaanites were dispersed. And the boundaries of the Canaanites were from Sidon till one comes to Gerara, and Gaza till one comes to Sodom, and Gomorrah, Adma, Zeboim, as far as Dasa. These were the sons of Ham in their tribes, according to their tongues, in their countries, and in their nations. And to Shem himself also were born children, the father of all the sons of Heber, the brother of Japheth the elder, sons of Shem, Elam, and Ashur, and Arphaxad, and Lud, and Aram, and Canaan, and sons of Aram, Uz, and Ul, and Gater, and Moshek. And Arphaxad begat Canaan, and Canaan begat Salah, and Salah begat Heber. And to Heber were born two sons, the name of the one is Peleg, because in his days the earth was divided, and the name of his, his brother, Juktan. And Juktan begat Almodad, and Saleth, and Sarmoth, and Jarka, Jarach, sorry. And Odora, and Ibel, and Dekla, and Ival, and Abimael, and Saba, and Ufir, and Havilah, and Yobab, all these were the sons of Yoktan. And their dwelling was from Masa till one comes to Sapphira, a mountain of the east. These are the sons of Shem and their tribes, according to their tongues, in their countries, and in their nations. These are the tribes of the sons of Noah, according to their generations, according to their nations. Of them were the islands of the Gentiles scattered over the earth after the flood. And if you're just joining us, we are reading from the Septuagint. thought this was a really good opportunity um, to put the Septuagint in front of our, our eyes and ears. <clears throat> I think this is a very important book for us to read. Chapter 11. 
And all the earth was one lip, and there was one language to all. And it came to pass, as they moved from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And a man said to his neighbor, Come, let us make bricks and bake them with fire. And the brick was to them for stone, and their mortar was bitumen. And they said, Mesrick, I think it's slime. And they said, Come, let us build to ourselves a city and a tower, whose top shall be to heaven. And let us make to ourselves a name before we are scattered abroad upon the face of all the earth. And Yahuwah came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men built. And Yahuwah said, Behold, there is one race and one lip of all. And they have begun to do this, and now nothing shall fail from them of all that they may have undertaken to do. Come. And having gone down, let us there confound their language, that they may not understand each the voice of his neighbor. And Yahuwah scattered them thence over the face of all the earth, and they left off building the city and tower. And the tower. On this account, its name was called Confusion, or Babel, because there Yahuwah confounded the languages of all the earth, and thence Yahuwah scattered them upon the face of all the earth. And these are the generations of Sem. Shem was a hundred years old when he begot Arphaxad. And the second year, the second year after the flood, and Shem lived after he had begotten Arphaxad five hundred years. He begot sons and daughters and died. And Arphaxad lived a hundred and thirty-five years and begot Canaan. And Arphaxad lived after he had begotten Canaan four hundred years and begot sons and daughters and died. And Canaan lived a hundred and thirty years and begot Salah. And Canaan lived after he had begotten Salah three hundred and thirty years and begot sons and daughters and died. And Salah lived an hundred and thirty years and begot Heber. And Salah lived after he had begotten Heber three hundred and thirty years and begot sons and daughters and died. And Heber lived an hundred and thirty four years and begot Feleg. And Heber lived after he had begotten Feleg two hundred and seventy years and begot sons and daughters and died. And Feleg lived an hundred and thirty years and begot Regu. And Feleg lived after he had begotten Regu two hundred and nine years and begot sons and daughters and died. <clears throat> And Regu lived an hundred and thirty and two years and begot Serug. And Regu lived after he had begotten Serug two hundred and seven years and begot sons and daughters and died. And Serug lived an hundred and thirty years and begot Nehor. And Serug lived after he had begotten Nehor two hundred years and begot sons and daughters and died. And Nehor lived a hundred and seventy nine years and begot Terah. Terah, as we know. And Nahor lived after he begotten Terah an hundred and twenty-five years and begot sons and daughters, and he died. And Terah lived seventy years and begot Abram, and Nahor, and Aran, Haran. And these are the generations of Terah. Terah begot Abram, and Nahor, and Aran, and begot Lot, and Haran begot Lot. And Haran died in the presence of Terah, his father, in the land in which he was born, in the country of the Chaldees. And Abram and Nahor took to themselves wives. The name of the wife of Abram was Sarah. And the name of the wife of Nahor, Malka, daughter of Haran. And he was the father of Malka, the father of Jesha. And Sarah was barren and did not bear children. And Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haran, the son of his son, and Sarah his daughter-in-law, the wife of Abram, his son, and led them forth out of the land of the Chaldees to go into the land of Canaan. And they came as far as Karan and dwelt there. And all the days of Terah in the land of Haran were two hundred and five years, and Terah died in Haran. <clears throat> Chapter 12 
And Yahweh said to Abram, Go forth out of thy land and out of thy kindred and out of the house of thy father, and come into the land which I shall show you. And I will make and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and magnify your name, and you shall be blessed. And I will bless those that bless you, and curse those that curse you, and in you shall all the tribes of the earth be blessed. And Abram went as Yahweh spoke to him, and Lot departed with him. And Abram was seventy-five years old when he went out of Haran. And Abram took Sarah his wife, and Lot the son the and Lot, the son of his brother, and all their possessions, as many as they had got, and every soul which they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan. And Abram traversed the land lengthwise as far as the place of Shechem, to the high oak. And the Canaanites then inhabited the land. And Yahuwah appeared to Abram and said to him, I will give this land to your seed. And Abram built an altar there to Yahuwah, who appeared to him. And he departed thence to the mountain eastward of Bethel, and there he pitched his tent in Bethel near the sea, and Agai toward the east, and there he built an altar to Yahuwah, and called on the name of Yahuwah. And Abram departed and went and encamped in the wilderness, and there was a famine in the land. And Abram went down to Egypt to sojourn there, because the famine prevailed in the land. And it came to pass, when Abram drew nigh to enter into Egypt, Abram said to Sarah his wife, I know that you are a fair woman. It shall come to pass that when the Egyptians shall see you, they shall say, This is his wife, and they shall slay me, but they shall save you alive. Say therefore, I am his sister, that it may be well with me on account of you, and my soul shall live because of you. And it came to pass, when Abram entered into Egypt, the Egyptians having seen his wife, that she was very beautiful, that the princes of Pharaoh saw her, and praised her to Pharaoh, and brought her into the house of Pharaoh. And they treated Abram well on her account. And he had sheep, and calves, and asses, and men servants, and women servants, and mules, and camels. And Elohim afflicted Pharaoh with great and severe afflictions, and his house because of Sarah, Abram's wife. And Pharaoh, having called Abram, said, What is this which you have done to me, that you did not tell me that she was your wife? Wherefore did you say she is my sister? And I took her for a wife to myself. And now, behold, thy wife is before you. Take her and go quickly away. And Pharaoh gave charge to men concerning Abram to join in sending him forward and his wife and all that he had. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 13. And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and lot with him into the wilderness. And Abram was very rich in cattle and silver and gold. And he went to, pl he went to the place whence he came into the wilderness as far as Bethel, and as far as the place where his tent was before between Bethel and Agai, and to the place of the altar which he built there at first. And Abram there called on the name of Yahuwah, and Lot who went out with Abram had sheep and oxen and tents. And the land was not large enough for them to, to live together because their possessions were great. And the land was not large enough for them to live together. And there was a strife between the herdsmen of Abram's cattle and the herdsmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanites and the Perizzites then inhabited the land. And Abram said to Lot, Let there not be a strife between me and you, and between my herdsmen and your herdsmen, for we are brethren. Lo, is not the whole land before you? Separate yourself from me. If you go to the left, I will go to the right. If you go to the right, I will go to the left. And Lot, having lifted up his eyes, observed all the country round about Jordan that it was wa that was all watered before Elohim overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. 
as the garden of Yahuwah, and as the land of Egypt, until thou comest to Segora. And Lot chose for himself all the country round about Jordan. And Lot went from the east, and they were separated each other from his brother. And Abram dwelt in the land of Canaan. And Lot dwelt in a city of the neighboring people, and pitched his tent in Sodom. But the men of Sodom were evil and exceedingly sinful before Elohim. And Elohim said to Abram after Lot was separated from him, Look up with thine eyes, and behold, from the place where you now are, northward, and southward, and eastward, and seaward, for all the land which you see, I will give it to you and to your seed forever. And I will make your seed like the dust of the earth. If anyone is able to number the dust of the earth, then shall your seed be numbered. Arise and traverse the land, both in the length of it and in the breadth. For to you will I give it, and to your seed forever. And Abram, having removed his tent, came and dwelt by the oak of Mamre, which was in Hebron, and he and there he built an altar to Yahuwah. Chapter 14 And it came to pass, in the reign of Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Ariok, king of Elisar, that Chedar Leomer, king of Elam, and Targal, king of nations, made war with Bela, king of Sodom, and with Barsa, king of Gomorrah, and with Senar, king of Adma, and with Sombar, Somobar, king of Zeboim, and the king of Balak, this is Segor. All these met with one consent at the Salt Valley. This is now the sea, the sea of salt. Twelve years they served Kedorleomer, and the thirteenth year they revolted. And in the fourteenth year came Kedorleomer, and the kings with him, and cut to pieces the giants and Ashtaroth, and in Karnain, and strong nations with them, and the Omians in the city save, and the Chorians in the mountain of Seir, to the turpentine tree of Paran, which is in the desert. And having turned back, they came to the well of judgment. This is Cades. And they cut in pieces all the princes of Amalek, and the Amorites dwelling in Asonthamar, and the king of Sodom went out, and the king of Gomorrah, and the king of Adma, and the king of Zeboim, and the king of Balak, this is Segur, and they set themselves in array against them for war in the Salt Valley, against Kedor Leomer, king of Elam, and Targal, king of nations, and Amraphel, king of Senar, and Ariok, king of Elisar, for the four kings against the five. Now the salt valley consists of slime pits, and the king of Sodom fled, and the king of Gomorrah, and they fell in there. And they that were left fled to the mountain country. And they took all the cal cavalry of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their provisions and departed. And they took also Lot, the son of Abram's brother, and his baggage and departed, for he dwelt in Sodom. And one of them that had been rescued came and told Abram, the Hebrew, he dwelt, and he dwelt by the oak of Mamre, the Amorite, the brother of Eshkol, and the brother of Anun, who were confederates with Abram. And Abram, having heard that Lot, his nephew, had been taken captive, numbered his own home-born servants, 318, and pursued after them to Dan. And he came upon them by night, he and his servants. And he smote them and pursued them as far as, far as Chokbah, which is on the left of Damascus. And he recovered all the cal cavalry of Sodom. And he recovered Lot, his nephew, and all his possessions, and the woman and the people, and the king of Sodom went out to meet him after he returned from the slaughter of Kedorleomer, and the kings with him to the valley of Sabi. This was the plain of the kings. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, 
brought forth loaves and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High Elohim. And he, brought, he blessed Abram and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High Elohim, who made heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High Elohim, who delivered thine enemies into thy power. And Abram, Abram gave him tithe of all. And the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the men and take the horses to yourself. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I will stretch out my hand to Yahuwah, the Most High Elohim, who made the heaven and the earth, that I will not take from all thy goods from a string to a shoe latchet, lest thou should say, I have made Abram rich. Except with things the young men have eaten, and the portion of the men that went with me, Eshkol, Anan, Mamre, these shall take a portion. <clears throat> Chapter 15. And after these things, the word of Yahuwah came to Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I shield thee. Thy reward shall be very great. And Abram said, Master, not on I. What will you give me, whereas I am departing without a child, but the son of Masik, my home, my home-born female slave, this is Eliezer of Damascus, is mine heir. And Abram said, I am grieved since thou hast given me no seed, but my home-born servant shall succeed me. And immediately there was a voice of Yahweh to him saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he shall come, but he that shall come out of thee shall be thine heir. And he brought him out and said to him, Look up to now to heaven and count the stars, if thou shalt be able to number them fully. And he said, Thus shall thy seed be. And Abraham believed Elohim, and it was counted to him for righteousness. And he said to him, I am Elohim that brought you out of the land of the Chaldeans, so as to give thee this land to inherit. And he said, Master and Adonai, how shall I know that I shall inherit it? And he said to him, Take for me an heifer in her third year, and a she-goat in her third year, and a ram in his third year, and a dove and a pigeon. So he took to him all these and divided them in the midst, and set them opposite to each other. But the birds he did not divide. And the birds came down upon the bodies, even upon the divided parts of them. And Abram sat down by them. And about sunset, a trance fell upon Abram. And lo, a great gloomy terror falls upon him. And it was said to Abram, Thou shalt surely know that thy seed shall be a sojourner in the land, not their own. And they shall enslave them, and inflict them, and humble them four hundred years. And the nation whomsoever they shall serve, I will judge. And after this, they shall come forth hither with much property. But thou shalt depart to thy fathers in peace, nourished in a good old age, and in the fourth generation they shall return hither. For the sins of the Amorites are not yet filled up, even until now. And when the sun was about to set, there was a flame, and behold, a smoking furnace and lamps of fire, which passed between these divided pieces. In the day that Yahuwah made a covenant with Abram, saying, To thy seed I will give this land, and from the river of Egypt to the great river Euphrates. The Kenites and the Kenizzites, and the Kadmonims, and the Chittites, and the Perizzites, and the Raphaim, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Evites, and the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. Chapter 16. And Sarah, the wife of Abram, bore him no children, and she had an Egyptian maid whose name was Agar. And Sarah said to Abram, Behold, Yahweh has restrained me from bearing. Go therefore unto my maid, that I may beget children for myself through her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarah. So Sarah, the wife of Abram, having taken Agar, the Egyptian her handmaid, after Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, gave her to Abram, her husband, as a wife to him. 
And he went into Agar, and she conceived, and saw that she was with child, and her mistress was dishonored before her. And Sarah said to Abram, I am injured by you. I gave my handmaid into your bosom, and when she saw, and when I saw that she was with child, I was dishonored before her. Yahweh judge between me and you. And Abram said to Sarah, Behold, your handmaid is in your hands. Use her as it may seem good to you. And Sarah afflicted her, and she fled from her face. <clears throat> and an angel of Yahweh found her by the fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain in the way to Shur. And the angel of Yahweh said to her, Agar, Sarah's maid, whence comest thou, and whither goest thou? And she said, I am fleeing from the face of my mistress Sarah. And the angel of Yahweh said to her, Return to thy mistress, and submit thyself under her hands. And the angel of Yahweh said to her, I will surely multiply your seed, and it shall not be numbered for multitude. And the angel of Yahweh said to her, Behold, thou art with child, and shalt bear a son, and shall call his name Ishmael. For Yahweh hath hearkened to thy humili humiliation. He shall be a wild man, his hands against all, and the hands of all against him, and he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. And she called the name of Yahweh Elohim who spoke with her, Thou art the Elohim who seest me. For she said, I have openly seen him that appeared to me. Therefore she called the well, the well of him who appeared, I'm sorry, the well of whom who I have openly seen, behold, it is between Cadiz and Barad. And Agar bore a son to Abram, and Abram called the name of his son, which Agar bore unto him, Ishmael. And Abram was 86 years old when Agar bore Ishmael to Abram. Chapter 17. And Abram was 99 years old when Yahuwah appeared to Abram and said to him, I am thy Elohim. Be well-pleasing before me and be blameless. And I will establish my covenant between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly. And Abram fell upon his face, and Elohim spoke to him, saying, And I, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of a multitude of nations, and your name shall no more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For I have made thee a father of many nations, and I will increase you very exceedingly, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come out of you. And I will establish my covenant between you and your seed after you to their generations for an everlasting covenant, to be your Elohim, and the Elohim of your seed after you. And I will give to you and to your seed after you the land wherein you sojournest, even all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession." And I will be to them an Elohim. I will be to them a Elohim. And Elohim said to Abraham, "You shall, you also shall keep fully, or fully keep my covenant, you and your seed after you for their generations. And this is the covenant which you shall fully keep between me and you, and between your seed after you for their generations. Every male of you shall be circumcised." And ye shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be for a sign of a covenant between me and you. And the child of eight days old shall be circumcised by you, every male throughout your generations, and the servant born in the house, and he that is bought with money, of every son of a stranger who is not of thy seed, he that is born in thy house, and he that is bought with money shall be surely circumcised. And my covenant shall be on your flesh for an everlasting covenant." And the uncircumcised male who shall not be circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin on the eighth day, that soul shall be utterly destroyed from its family, for he has broken my covenant. 
And Elohim said to Abraham, Sarah, Sarah, thy wife shall not be called Sarah, but Sarah, 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 shall be her name. And I will bless her and give thee a son of her. And I will bless him and he shall become nations and kings of nations shall be of him. And Abraham fell, Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and spoke in his heart saying, Shall there be a child to one who is a hundred years old? And shall Sarah, who is ninety years old, bear? And Abraham said to Elohim, This Ishmael lived before you. And Elohim said to Abraham, Abraham, Yea, behold, Sarah, thy wife, shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name Isaac, Yitzchak. And I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant to be an Elohim to him and to his seed after him. And concerning Ishmael, behold, I have heard you. And behold, I have blessed him and will increase him and multiply him exceedingly. Twelve nations shall he beget, and I will make him a great nation. But I will establish my covenant with Yitzchak, whom Sarah shall bear to thee at this time in the next year. And he left off speaking with him, and Elohim went up from Avraham. And Abraham took Ishmael his son, and all his home-born servants, and all those bought with money, and every male of, of the men in the house of Abraham. And he circumcised their foreskins in the time of that day, according as Elohim spoke to him. And Abraham was ninety-nine years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And Ishmael his son was thirteen years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And at the period of that day, Abraham was circumcised, and Ishmael his son, and all the men of his house, both those born in the house and those bought with money of foreign nations. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 18, Septuagint version. <clears throat> and Elohim appeared to him by the oak of Mamre, and he sat by the door of his tent at noon. And he lifted up his eyes, and behold, and beheld, and lo, three men stood before him. And having seen them, he ran to meet them from the door of his tent, and did obeisance to the ground. And he said, Adonai, if indeed I have found grace in thy sight, pass not by thy servant. Let water now be brought, and let them wash your feet. And do ye refresh yourselves under the tree, and I will bring bread, and ye shall eat. And after this ye shall depart on your journey, on account of which refreshment ye have turned aside to your servant. And he said, so do as thou hast said. And Abraham hasted to the tent to Sarah and said to her, Hasten and knead, and knead three measures of fine flour and make cakes. And Abraham ran to the kind and took a young calf, tender and good, and gave it to his servant. And he said, And he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set them before them. And they did eat. And he stood by them under the tree. And he said to him, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he answered and said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will return and come to you according to this period seasonably. And Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard at the door of the tent being behind him. And Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in days. And the custom of women seized with Sarah. And Sarah laughed in herself, saying, The thing has not yet happened to me, even until now. And my Lord is old. And Yahweh said to Abraham, Why is it that Sarah has laughed in herself, saying, Shall I then indeed bear? But I am grown old. Shall anything be impossible with Yahuwah? At this time I will return to thee seasonably, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said to her, Nay, but you did laugh. And the men having risen up from thence looked towards Sodom and Gomorrah, 
And Abraham went with them, attending them on their journey. And Yahweh said, Shall I hide from Abraham, my servant, what things I intend to do? But Abraham shall become a great and populous nation, and in him shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. For I know that he will order his sons and his house after him, and they will keep the ways of Yahuwah to do justice and judgment, that Yahuwah may bring upon Abraham all things whatsoever he has spoken to him. And Yahuwah said, The cry of Sodom and Gomorrah has been increased towards me, and their sins are very great. I will therefore go down and see if they completely correspond with, the, with which the cry comes to me, and if not, that I may know. And the men having departed thence came to Sodom, and Abraham was still standing before Yahuwah. And Abraham drew nigh and said, Wouldst thou destroy the righteous with the wicked? And shall the righteous be as the wicked? Should there be fifty righteous should there be fifty righteous in the city, wilt thou destroy them? Wilt thou not spare the whole place for the sake of fifty righteous, if they be in it? By no means shalt thou do this thing, is to is so as to destroy the righteous with the wicked, so the righteous shall be as the wicked, by no means. Thou that judgest the whole earth, shalt thou, do not, shalt thou not do right? And Yahweh said, If there should be in Sodom fifty righteous in the city, I will spare the whole city, and the whole place for their sakes. And Abraham answered and said, Now I have begun to speak to my Adonai, and I am, I am earth and ashes. But if the fifty righteous should be diminished to forty-five, wilt thou destroy the whole city because of the five wanting? And he said, I will not destroy it, if I should find there forty-five. And he continued to speak with him still and said, But if there should be found there thir- uh, forty, and he said, I will not destroy it for the forty's sake. And he said, Will there be anything against me, Yahuwah, if I shall speak? But if there should be found there thirty, and he said, I will not destroy it for the thirty's sake. And he said, Since I am able to speak to Yahuwah, what if there should be found there twenty? And he said, I will not destroy it if I should find there twenty. And he said, Will there be anything against me, Yahuwah, if I speak yet once? But if there should be found there ten, and he said, I will not destroy it for ten's sake. And Yahuwah departed when he left off speaking to Abraham, and Abraham returned to his place. I'm actually going to put these on real quick. Oops, give me a second, sorry. Sorry about that. <clears throat> okay, Genesis chapter 19. The two angels came to Sodom at evening, and Lot, and Lot sat by the gate of Sodom, and Lot, having seen them, rose up to meet him. And he worshipped with his face to the ground and said, Lo, my lords, turn aside to the house of your servant, and rest from your journey, and wash your feet, and having risen early in the morning, ye shall depart on your journey. And they said, Nay, but we will lodge in the street. And he constrained them. And they turned aside to him, and they entered into his house. And he made a feast for them, and baked unleavened cakes for them. And they did eat. But before they went to sleep, the men of the city of the Sodomites compassed the house, both young and old, all the people together. And they called out to Lot, and said to him, Where are the men that went to thee this night? Bring them out to us, that we may be with them. And Lot went out to them to the porch, and he shut the door after him, and said to them, By no means, brethren, do not act villainously. Villainously, 
But I have two daughters who have not known a man. I will bring them out to you, and do you use them as it may please you. Only do not injure these men, to avoid which they came under the shelter of my roof. And they said to him, Stand back there, thou camest into sojourn. Was it also to judge? Now when... Now when we would harm thee more than now, now then we would harm thee more than them. And they pressed hard on the man, even Lot, and they drew nigh to break the door, and the men stretched forth their hands and drew Lot in into them into the house and shut the door of the house. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, and they were wearied with seeking the door. And the men said to Lot, Hast thou here sons-in-law, or sons, or daughters? Or if thou hast any other friend in the city, bring them out of this place. For we are going to destroy this place. For their cry has been raised up before Yahuwah, and Yahuwah has sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law, who had married his daughters, and said, Rise up and depart out of this place, for Yahuwah is about to destroy the city. But he seemed to be speaking absurdly before his sons-in-law. But when it was morning, the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, and take thy wife and thy two daughters, whom thou hast, and go forth, lest thou also be destroyed with the inquiries of the city. And they were troubled, and the angels laid hold on his hand and the wife of, hand of his wife, and the hands of his two daughters, and that Yahuwah spared him. And it came to pass, when they brought them out, they, they that said, Save thine own life by all means, look not round to that, to that which is behind, nor stay in all the country round about. Escape to the mountain, lest perhaps thou be overtaken together with them. And Yahuwah said to them, I pray, Yahuwah, since thy servant has found mercy before you, and thou hast magnified thy righteousness, and what thou dost towards me, that my soul may live. But I shall not be able to escape to the mountains, lest perhaps the calamity overtake me and I die. Behold, this city is near for me to escape thither, which is a small one, and there shall I be preserved. Is it not little? and my soul shall live because of you. And he said to him, Behold, I have had respect to you also about this thing, that I should not overthrow the city about which thou hast spoken. Hasten therefore to escape thither, for I shall not be able to do anything until thou art come thither. Therefore he called the name of that city Segur. And the sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered in Segur. And Yahuwah reigned upon Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone and fire from Yahuwah out of heaven. And he overthrew these cities and all the country round about and all that dwelt in the cities and the plants springing out of the ground. And his wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. And Avraham rose up early to go to the place where he had stood before Yahuwah. And he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward the surrounding country and saw and behold, a flame went up from the earth as the smoke of a furnace. And it came to pass that when Elohim had destroyed all the cities of the region round about, Elohim remembered Avraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow, when Yahuwah overthrew those cities in which Lot dwelt. And Lot went up out of Segur and dwelt in the mountain, he and his two daughters with him, for he feared to dwell in Segur, and he dwelt in a cave, he and his two daughters with him. And the elder said to the younger, Our father is old. And there is, no, there is no one on the earth who shall come in unto us, as it is fit in all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and let us sleep with him, and let us raise up seed from our father. So they made their father drink wine in that night. And the elder went in and lay with her father that night. And he knew not when he slept and when he rose up. And it came to pass on the morrow that the elder said to the younger, Behold, I slept yesterday night with our father. Let us make him drink wine in this night also. And do thou go in and sleep with him, and let us raise up seed for our father. 
So they made their father drink wine and that night also, and the younger went in and slept with her father. And he knew not when he slept nor when he arose. And the two daughters of Lot conceived by their father. And the elder bore a son and called his name Moab, saying, He is of my father. This is the father of the Moabites to this present day. And the younger also bore a son and called his name Ammon, saying, The son of my family, this is the father of the Ammonites to this present day. And uh, Genesis chapter 20, And Abraham removed thence to the southern country, and dwelt between Cadiz and Shur, and sojourned in Gerar. And Abraham said concerning Sarah his wife, She is my sister, for he feared to stay, fear to say, She is my wife, lest at any time the men of the city should kill him for her sake. So Abimelech king of Gerar sent and took Sarah, and Elohim came to Abimelech by night in sleep, and said, Behold, thou diest, thou diest for the woman whom thou hast taken, whereas she has lived with a husband. But Abimelech had not touched her, and he said, Yahuwah, will you destroy an, an ignorantly sinning and just nation? Said he not to me, she is my sister? And said she not to me, he is my brother? With a pure heart and in the righteousness of my hands have I done this. And Elohim said to him in sleep, yea, I knew that you did this thing with a pure heart, and I spared you so that you should not sin against me. Therefore I suffered you not to touch her. But now return the man to his wife, for he is a prophet, and shall pray for you, and shall and you shall live. But if you restore her not, know that you shall die, and all thine. And Abimelech rose early in the morning and called his servants, and he spoke all the words, these words in their ears, and all the men feared exceedingly. And Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, What is this that you have done to us? Have we sinned against you that you had brought upon me and upon my kingdom a great sin? Thou hast done to me a deed which no one ought to do. And Abimelech said to Abraham, What hast thou seen in me that thou hast done this? And Abraham said, Why, I said, Surely there is none, there, I'm sorry, Surely there is not the worship of Elohim in this place. And they will slay me because of my wife. For truly she is my sister by my father, but not by my mother. And she became my wife. And it came to pass when Elohim brought me forth out of the house of my father, that I said to her, this righteousness thou shalt perform to me, and every place into which we may enter, say of me, he is my brother. And Abimelech took a thousand pieces of silver, and sheep and calves, and servants, and maidservants, and gave them to Abraham. And he returned him, Sarah his wife. And Abimelech said to Abraham, Behold, my land is before you. Dwell wheresoever it may please you. And Sarah said, he, and, Sarah, and to Sarah he said, Behold, I have given thy brother a thousand pieces of silver. Those shall be to you for the price of thy countenance and to all the women with you. And speak the truth in all things. And Abraham prayed to Elohim, and Elohim healed Abimelech and his wife and his women servants, and they bore children. Because Yahuwah had fast closed from without every womb in the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Abraham's wife. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 21, Septuagint version. And Yahuwah visited Sarah, as he had said. And Yahuwah did to Sarah, as he had spoke. And she conceived and bore to Abraham a son in old age, at the set time according as Yahuwah spoke to him. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Yitzchak. And Abraham cursed, uh, circumcised, cursed. 
Abraham circumcised Yitzchak on the eighth day, as Elohim commanded him. And Abraham was a hundred years old when Yitzchak, his son, was born to him. And Sarah said, Yahweh has made laughter for me, for whoever shall hear shall rejoice with me. And she said, Who shall say to Abraham that Sarah suckles a child? For I have borne a child of my old age. And the child grew and was weaned. And Abraham made a great feast that the day that his son Yitzchak was weaned. And Sarah, having seen the son of Agar, the Egyptian, who was born to Abraham, sporting with Yitzchak, her son, then she said to Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not inherit with my son Yitzchak. But the word appeared very hard before Abraham concerning his son. But Elohim said to Abraham, Let it not be hard before you concerning the child and concerning the bondwoman. In all things whatsoever Sarah has said to set, I'm sorry, in all things whatsoever Sarah shall say to you, hear her voice, for in Yitzchak shall thy seed be called. And moreover, I will make the son of this bondwoman a great nation, because he is your seed. And Abraham rose up in the morning and took loaves and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar, and he put the child on her shoulder and sent her away. And she having departed, wandering in the wilderness near the well of the oath, and the water failed out of the skin, and she cast the child under a fir tree, and she departed and sat down opposite him at a distance, as it were a bowshot, for she said, Surely I cannot see the death of my child. And she sat opposite him, and the child cried aloud and wept. And Elohim heard the voice of the child from the place where he was. And an angel of Elohim called to Hagar out of heaven and said to her, What is it, Hagar? Fear not, for Elohim has heard the voice of the child from the place where he is. Rise up and take the child and hold him in thine hand, for I will make him a great nation. And Elohim opened her eyes, and she saw a well of springing water, and she went and filled the skin with water and gave the child drink. And Elohim was with the child, and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness, and he became an archer. And he dwelt in the wilderness, and his mother took him a wife out of Pharaoh, wife of Pharaoh out of Egypt. And it came to pass at that time that Abimelech spoke, and Ochozath, his friend, and Pichol, the chief captain of his host, to Abraham, saying, Elohim is with you in all things, and whatsoever you mayest do. Now therefore swear to me by Elohim that thou wilt not injure me, nor my seed, nor my name, but according to the righteousness which I have performed with you shalt thou deal with me, and with the land in which thou hast sojourned. And Abraham said, I will swear. And Abraham reproved Abimelech because of the wells of water which the servants of Abimelech took away. And Abimelech said to him, I know not who has done these, this thing to you. Neither didst thou tell me, neither heard I it but only today. And Abraham took sheep and calves and gave them to Abimelech, and both made a covenant. And Abraham set seven ewe lambs by themselves, and Abimelech said to Abraham, What are these seven ewe lambs which thou hast set alone? And Abraham said, Thou shalt receive the seven ewe lambs of me, that they may be for me as a witness that I dug this well. Therefore he named the place, name of that place the well of the oath, for there they both swore. And they made a covenant at the well of the oath, and there arose up Abimelech, Ochozath, his friend, and Pichol, the chief, the commander-in-chief of his army. They returned to the land of the Philistines, and Abraham planted a field at the well of the oath and called there on the name of Yahuwah, the everlasting Elohim. And Abraham sojourned in the land of the Philistines many days. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 22. And it came to pass after these things that Elohim tempted Abraham and said to him, Abraham, 
Abraham. And he said, Lo, I am here. And he said, Take your son, the beloved one, whom thou hast loved, Yitzchak, and go into the highland and offer him there for a whole burnt offering on one of the mountains which I will tell of you. And Abraham rose up in the morning and saddled his ass, and he took with him two servants and Yitzchak his son. And having split wood for a whole burnt offering, he arose and departed and came to the place of which Elohim spoke to him. On the third day, and Abraham, having lifted up his eyes, saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his servants, Sit, sit ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will proceed thus far. And having worshipped, we will return to you. And Abraham took the wood of the whole burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son. Yitzchak his son, and he took into his hands both the fire and the knife, and the two went together. And Yitzchak said to Abraham his father, said, uh, said, said to his father, and said, What is it? I'm sorry, said to his father, Father. And he said, What is it, son? And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood, where is the sheep for a whole burnt offering? And Abraham said, Elohim will provide himself a sheep for a whole burnt offering, my son. And having both and both having gone together, came to the place which Elohim spoke of him, spoke of to him. And there Abraham built the altar and laid the wood on it. And having bound the feet of Yitzchak his son together, he laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand to take the knife to slay his son. And the angel of Yahuwah called him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Behold, I'm here. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the child, neither do anything to him. For now I know that you fearest Elohim, and for my sake you have not spared thy beloved son. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and beheld, and lo, a ram caught by his horns in the plant of a sabbath. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a whole burnt offering in the place of Yitzchak his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Yahuwah hath seen, that they might say today in the mount of Yahuwah was seen. And an angel of Yahuwah called Abraham the second time out of heaven, saying, I have sworn by myself, says Yahuwah, because thou hast done this thing, on my account hast thou not spared thy beloved son. Surely, blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and as the sand which is by the seashore, shore of the sea. And thy seed shall inherit the cities of their enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast hearkened to my voice. And Abraham returned to his servants, and they arose and went together to the well of the oath. And Abraham dwelt at the well of the oath. And it came to pass after these things that it was reported to Abraham, saying, Behold, Melchah herself too has borne sons to Nehor thy brother, Uz the firstborn, and Bo, his brother, and Kamul, the father of the Syrians, and Chazad, and Azav, and Faldiz, and Jeldaf, and Bethuel. And Bethuel begat, or Bethuel, begot Rebekah. These are eight sons which Melchah bore to Nahor, the brother of Avraham. And his concubine, whose name was Reuma, also bore Tabek, Ta'am, Tochos, and Mocha. Chapter 23. <clears throat> And by the way, uh, after we finish chapter 25, we're going to take a quick um, a quick restroom break, and then we'll uh, finish the second half of Genesis. Chapter 23, And the life of Sarah was 127 years, and Sarah died in the city of Arbok, which is in the valley. This is in Hebron, in the land of Canaan. 
And Abraham came to lament for Sarah to, and to mourn. And Abraham stood up from before his dead. And Abraham spoke to the sons of Chet, saying, I am a sojourner and a stranger among you. Give me therefore possession of a burying place among you, and I will bury my dead away from me. And the sons of Chet answered to Abraham, saying, Not so, sir, but hear us. Thou art in the midst of us a king from Elohim. Bury thy dead in our choicest sepulchres, for not one of us will by any means withhold his sepulchre from you, so that you should not bury their dead there. And Abraham rose up and did obeisance to the people of the land, to the sons of Chet. And Abraham spoke to them, saying, If ye have it in your mind that I should bury my dead out of my sight, hearken to me, and speak for me to Ephron the son of Sa'ar. And let him give me the double cave which he has, which is in the, a part of his field. Let him give it me for the money it is worth for a possession of a burying place among you. Now Ephron was sitting in the midst of the children of Chet, and Ephron the Chetite answered Abraham and spoke in the hearing of the sons of Chet and of all who entered the city, saying, Attend to me, my lord, and hear me. I give you the field and the cave which is in it. I have given it you before all my countrymen. Bury thy dead. And Abraham did obeisance before the people of the land, and he said in the ears of Ephron before the people of the land, Since thou art on my side, hear me. Take the price of the field from me, and I will bury my dead there. But Ephron answered Abraham, saying, Nay, my lord, I have in, I have heard indeed the land is worth four hundred silver dirachims, or four hundred shekels. What can this be between me and you? Nay, do bury your dead do bury thy dead. And Abraham hearkened to Ephron, and Abraham rendered to Ephron the money which he mentioned in the ears of the son of Chet, four hundred didrachams, shekels, of silver approved with the merchants. And the field of Ephron, which was in the double cave, which is opposite Mamre, the field and the cave, which was in it, and every tree which was in the field, and whatsoever is in its borders round about, were made sure to Abraham for a possession before the sons of Chet. And all that entered into the city. After this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the double cave of the field, which is opposite Mamre. This is Hebron in the land of Canaan. So the field and the cave which was in it were made sure to Abraham for possession of a burying place by the sons of Chet. Genesis chapter 24, Septuagint version. And Abraham was old and advanced in days, and Yahweh blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said to his servant, the elder of his house, who had rule over all his possessions, Put thy hand under my thigh, and I will adjure thee by Yahweh, the Elohim of heaven and the Elohim of earth, that thou take not a wife for my son Yitzchak from the daughters of the Canaanites, with whom I dwell in the midst of them. But thou shalt go instead to my country, where I was born, and to my tribe, and thou shalt take from thence a wife for my son Yitzchak. And the servant said to him, Shall I carry back thy son to the land whence thou camest forth? If happily the woman should not be willing to return with me to this land. And Abraham said to him, Take heed to thyself that thou carry not my son back thither. Yahweh, the Elohim of heaven and the Elohim of the earth, who took me out of my father's house and out of the land whence I sprang, who spoke to me and who swore to me, saying, I will give this land to you and to your seed. He shall send his angel before you, and thou shalt take a wife to my son from thence. And if the woman shall not be willing to come with you into this land, thou shalt be clear from my oath, and only carry not my son thither again. 
And the servant put his hand under the thigh of his master, Abraham, and swore to him concerning this matter. And the servant took ten camels of his master's camels, and he took of all the goods of his master with him. And he arose and went into Mesopotamia to the city of Nahor, and he rested his camels without the city by the well of water toward the evening, when the damsels go forth to draw the water. And he said, O Yahweh Eloheinu of my master Avraham, prosper my way before me today, and deal mercifully with my master Avraham. Lo, I stand by the well of water, and the daughters of them that inhabit the city come forth to draw water. And it shall be the virgin whomsoever I shall say, Incline thy water pot, that I may drink. And she shall say, Drink you, and I will give thy camels drink, until they have done drinking. Even this one, you have prepared for your servant Yitzchak, and hereby shall I know that you have dealt mercifully with my master Avraham. And it came to pass before he had done speaking in his mind that behold, Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Melchah, the wife of Nahor, and the same, the brother of Avraham, came forth having a water pot on her shoulders. And the virgin was very beautiful in appearance, and she was a virgin. A man had not known her, and she went down to the well and filled her water pot and came up. And the servant ran up to meet, the, meet her and said, Give me a little water to drink out of thy pitcher. And she said, Drink, sir. And she hasted and let down the pitcher upon her arm and gave him to drink till he ceased drinking. And she said, I will also draw water for your camels till they shall have all drunk. And she hasted and emptied a water pot into the trough, the trough, trough, and ran to the well to draw again. And drew water for all the camels, and the man took great notice of her, and remained silent to know whether Yahuwah had made his way prosperous or not. And it came to pass, when all the camels ceased drinking, that the man took golden earrings, each of a drachum weight, or shekel weight, and put two bracelets on her hands, and their weight was ten pieces of gold. And he asked her, and said, Whose daughter are you? Tell me, if there is room for us to lodge with thy father. And she said to him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Melchah, whom she bore to Nahor. And she said to him, We have both straw and much provender, and a place for resting. And the man, being well pleased, worshipped Yahweh and said, Blessed be Yahweh, the Elohim of my master, Avraham, who has not suffered his righteousness to fail, nor his truth from my master. And Yahweh has brought me prosperously to the house of the brother of my Adonai, of my Lord. And the damsel ran and reported to the house of her mother according to these words. And Rebekah had a brother whose name was Laban. And Laban ran out to meet the man to the well. And it came to pass when he saw the earrings and the bracelets on the hands of his sister, and when he heard the words of Rebekah his sister, saying, Thus the man spoke to me, that he went to the man. And his, he stood by the camels at the well, and he said to him, Come in hither, thou blessed of Yahuwah. Why standest thou without, there, whereas I have prepared the house and a place for the camels? And the man entered into the house and unloaded the camels and gave the camels straw and provender and water to wash his feet and the feet of the men that were with him. And he set before them loaves to eat. But he said, I will not eat until I have told my errand. And he said, Speak on. And he said, I am the servant of Avraham. And Yahuwah has blessed my master greatly, and he is exalted. And he has given him sheep and calves and silver and gold and servants and servant maids and camels and asses. And Sarah, my master's wife, bore one son to my master after he had grown old. And he gave him whatever he had. And my master caused me to swear, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife to my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I sojourn in their land. 
But thou shalt go to the house of my father and to my tribe, and thou shalt take thence a wife for my son. And I said to my master, Happily the woman will not go with me. And he said to me, Yahweh Elohim, to whom I have been acceptable in his presence, himself shall send out his angel with you, and shall prosper thy journey. And thou shalt take a wife for my son out of my tribe and of the house of my father. Then shalt thou be clear from my curse, for whensoever thou have come to my tribe, and they shall not give her to thee, then thou shalt be clear from my oath. And having come this day to the well, I said, Yahuwah Eloheinu of my master Avraham, if thou prosperest my journey on which I am now going, behold, I stand by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of the city come forth to draw water, and it shall be that the damsel whom to whom I shall say, Give me a little water to drink out of thy pitcher. And she shall say to me, Both drink, you, and I will drink, draw water for your camels. This shall be the wife whom Yahuwah has prepared for his own servant Yitzchak. And hereby shall I know that you have wrought mercy with my master Avraham. And it came to pass, before I had done speaking in my mind, straightway Rebekah came forth, having her pitcher on her shoulders. And she went down to the well and drew water. And I said to her, Give me to drink. And she hastened and let down her pitcher on her arm from her head and said, Drink you, and I will give I will give your camels drink. And I drank, and she gave the camels drink. And I asked her and said, Whose daughter are you? Tell me. And she said, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Nahor, whom Melchah bore to him. And I put on her earring. I put her. I put on her the earrings and the bracelets on her hands, being well pleasing. I worshipped Yahuwah, and I blessed Yahuwah, the Elohim of my master Avraham, who has prospered me in a true way, <clears throat> so that I should take the daughter of my master's brother for his son. If then you will deal mercifully and justly with my Lord, tell me, and if not, tell me, that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. And Laban and Bethuel answered and said, This matter has come forth from Yahuwah. We shall not be able to answer thee bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before you. Take her and go away, and let her be wife to the son of thy master, as Yahuwah has said. And it came to pass, when the servant of Avraham heard these words, he bowed himself to Yahuwah down to the earth. And the servant, having brought forth jewels of silver and gold and raiment, gave them to Rebekah and gave gifts to her brother and to her mother. And both he and the men with him ate and drank and went to sleep. And he arose in the morning and said, Send me away that I may go to my master. And her brethren said to her, to, to her and her mother, Let the virgin remain with us about ten days, and after that she shall depart. But he said to them, Hinder me not, for Yahweh has prospered my journey for me. Send me away that I may depart to my master. And they said, Let us call the damsel and inquire at her mouth. And they called Rebekah and said to her, Wilt thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. So they sent forth Rebekah their sister, and her goods, and the servant of Avraham, and his attendants, and they blessed Rebekah, and said to her, Thou art our sister, become you thousands of myriads, and let thy seed possess the cities of their enemies. And Rebekah rose up, and her maidens, and they mounted the camels, and went with the man. And the servant, having taken up Rebekah, departed. And Yitzchak went through the wilderness to dwell to the well of the vision, and he dwelt in the land toward the south. And Yitzchak went forth into the plain toward the evening to meditate. And having lifted up his eyes, he saw camels coming. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes and saw Yitzchak. And she alighted briskly from the camel. And she said to the servant, Who is that man that walks to the plain to meet us? And the servant said, This is my master. And he took her veil and covered herself. 
And, I'm sorry. And she took her veil and covered herself. And the servant told Yitzchak all that he had done. And Yitzchak went to the house of his mother and took Rebekah and she became his wife. And he loved her. And Yitzchak was comforted for Sarah, his mother. Chapter 25, Book of Genesis, Septuagint Version. And Abraham again took a wife whose name was Keturah, and she bore to him Zombran, Jezan, Madal, Madiam, Jezbok, and Soi. And Jezan begot Saba and Didan, and the sons of Didan were the Assyrians and the Latusians and Laumim. And the sons of Madiam were Gephar and Afir, and Enoch and Abeda, and El Daga. All these were the sons of Keturah. But Abraham gave all his possessions to Yitzchak, his son. But to the sons of his concubines, Abraham gave gifts. And he sent them away from his son Yitzchak, while he was yet living to the east into the country of the east. And these were the years of the days of the life of Abraham, as many as he lived, a hundred and seventy-five years. And Abraham failing, died in a good old age, and a man full of days, and was added to his people. And Yitzchak and Ishmael his sons buried him in the double cave, in the field of Ephron, the son of Sair, the Chetite, which is over against Mamre, even the field and the cave which Abraham brought of the sons of Chet. There they buried Abraham and Sarah his wife. And it came to pass, after Abraham was dead, that Elohim blessed Yitzchak his son. And Yitzchak dwelt by the well of the vision. And these are the generations of Ishmael the son of Abraham whom Hagar, the Egyptian, the handmaid of Sarah, bore to Avraham. And these are the names of the sons of Ishmael, according to the names of their generations. The firstborn of Ishmael, Nebaioth, and Kedar, Nabdiel, Masam, Masma, Duma, Mase, and Chodan, and Timon, and Jatur, and Nafes, and Kedma. These are the sons of Ishmael, and these are their names in their tents and in their dwellings, twelve princes according to their nations. And these are the years of the life of Ishmael, a hundred and thirty-seven years, and he failed and died, and was added to his fathers. And he dwelt from Havilah to Shur, which is opposite Egypt, till one comes to the Assyrians, he dwelt in the presence of all his brethren. And these are the generation of Yitzchak, the son of Avraham. Avraham begat Yitzchak, and Yitzchak was forty years old when he took Rebekah to his wife, daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian, out of Syria and Mesopotamia, sister of Laban, the Syrian. And Yitzchak prayed to Yahuwah concerning Rebekah his wife, because she was barren. And Yahuwah heard him, and his wife Rebekah conceived in her womb. And the babes leaped within her, and she said, If it be well, I'm sorry, if it will be so with me, why is this to me? And she went to inquire of Yahuwah, and Yahuwah said to her, There are two nations in your womb, and two peoples shall be separated from your belly. And one people shall excel the other, and the elder shall serve the younger. <clears throat> and the days were fulfilled that she should be delivered, and she had twins in her womb. And the first came out red, hairy, all over like a skin. And she called his name Esau. And after this came forth his brother, and his hand took hold of the heel of Esau. And he called his name Yaakov. And Yitzchak was sixty years old when Rebekah bore them. And the lads grew. And Esau was a man skilled in hunting, dwelling in, the, dwelling in the country. And Yaakov was a simple man, dwelling in a house. And Yitzchak loved Esau because his venison was his food. But Rebekah loved Yaakov. And Yaakov cooked pottage. And Esau came from the plain fainting. And Esau said to Yaakov, Let me taste of that red pottage because I am fainting. Therefore his name was called Edom. And Yaakov said to Esau, Sell me this day your birthright. And Esau said, Behold, I'm going to die. 
And for what good does this birthright belong to me? And Yaakov said to him, Swear to me this day. And he swore to him. And Esau sold his birthright to Yaakov. And Yaakov gave bread to Esau and pottage of lentils. And he ate and drank and he arose and departed. So Esau slighted his birthright. And here, brothers and sisters, we're going to take a quick pause. I'm going to use the restroom really quickly. And a good opportunity for you as well. Uh, just uh, maybe a couple, two or three minutes, I'll be right back and we'll get, uh, we'll, we'll resume on. Okay, we are back. Sorry about that, but uh, let us continue. All right, so we are at chapter 26, <clears throat> the book of Genesis, Septuagint version. And there was a famine in the land, beside the former famine, which was in the time of Abraham. And Yitzchak went to Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, to Gerara. And Yahuwah appeared to him and said, Go not down to Egypt, but dwell in the land which I shall tell of thee, and sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, and bless you, for I will give you, give to you, and to their seed all this land, and I will establish my oath which I swore to thy father Abraham, and I will multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven, and I will give to thy seed all this land, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in thy seed, because Abraham, Abraham, thy father, hearkened to my voice, and kept my injunctions and my commandments and my ordinances and my statutes. And Yitzchak dwelt in Gerar, and the men of the place questioned him concerning Rebekah, his wife. And he said, She is my sister, for he feared to say, She is my wife, lest at any time the men of the place should slay him because of Rebekah, because she was fair. And he remained there a long time, and Abimelech, the king of Gerar, leaned to look through the window and saw Isaac, Yitzchak sporting with Rebekah, his wife. And Abimelech called Yitzchak and said to him, Is she then thy wife? Why hast thou said she is my sister? 
And Yitzchak said to him, I did so, for I said, lest at any time I die on her account. And Abimelech said to him, Why hast thou done this to us? One of my kindred within a little had lain with thy wife. One of my kindred within a little had lain with thy wife, and thou wouldst have brought a sin of ignorance upon us. And Abimelech charged all his people, saying, Every man that touches this man and his wife shall be liable to death. And Yitzchak sowed in that land, and he found in that year a barley an hundredfold, and Yahweh blessed him. And the man was exalted, advancing, he increased till he became very great. And he had cattle of sheep, and cattle of oxen, and many tilled lands. And the Philistines envied him, and all the wells which the servants of his father had dug in the time of his father, the Philistines stopped them and filled them with the earth. And Abimelech said to Yitzchak, Depart from us, for you are become much mightier than we. And Yitzchak departed thence, and rested in the valley of Gerar, and dwelt there. And Yitzchak dug again the wells of water which the servants of his father Abraham had dug. And the Philistines had stopped them after the death of his father Abraham. And he gave them names according to the names by which his father named them. And the servants of Yitzchak dug in the valley of Gerara, and they found there a well of living water. And the shepherds of Gerara strove with the shepherds of Yitzchak, saying that the water, were, the water was theirs. And they called the name of the well Injury, for they had injured him. And having departed thence, he dug another well, and they strove also for that. He named the name of it Enmity. And he departed thence and dug another well. And they did not strive about that, and he named the name of it Rum, saying, Because now Yahuwah has made room for us, and has increased us upon the earth. <clears throat> and he went up thence to the well of the oath, and Yahuwah appeared to him in that night and said, I am Yahuwah of Avraham. I am the Elohim of Avraham, thy father. Fear not, for I am with you, and I will bless you, and multiply your seed for the sake of Avraham, thy father. And he built an altar, and called on the name of Yahuwah. And there he pinched his tent, and there the servants of Yitzchak dug a well in the valley of Gerar. And Abimelech came to him from Gerar, and so did Ochozoth, Ochozoth his friend, and Paikol, the commander-in-chief of his army. And Yitzchak said to him, Wherefore have you come to me? Whereas he hated me, and sent me away from you. And they said, We have surely seen that Yahweh was with you. And we said, Let there be an oath between us and you, and we will make a covenant with you, that you should do no wrong by us, as we have not abhorred thee. And according as we have treated thee well, and have sent thee forth peaceably, and now you are blessed of Yahuwah. And he made a feast for them, and they ate and drank, and they arose in the morning, and swore each to his neighbor, and Yitzchak sent them forth, and they departed from him in safety. And it came to pass in that day that the servants of Yitzchak came and told him of the well which they had dug. And they said, We have not found water. And he called it Oath. Therefore he called the name of that city the Well of the Oath until this day. And Esau was forty years old, and he took to wife Judith, daughter of Beoch, the Chittite, and Basimoth, the daughter of Chelon, the Chittite. And they were provoking to Yitzchak and Rebekah. Chapter 27, And it came to pass, after Yitzchak was old, that his eyes were dim so that he could not see. And he called Esau, his elder son, and said to him, My son, and he said, Behold, I am here. And he said, Behold, I am grown old, and know not the day of my death. Now then take thy weapons, both thy quiver and thy bow, and go into the plain, and get me venison, and make me meats as I like them, and bring them to me, that I may eat, that my soul may bless you before I die. 
And Rebekah heard Yitzchak speaking to Esau, his son. And Esau went to the plain to procure venison for his father. And Rebekah said to Yaakov, her younger son, Behold, I heard thy father speaking to Esau, thy brother, saying, Bring me venison and prepare me meats that I may eat and bless you before Yahuwah before I die. Now then, my son, hearken to me as I command you, and go to the cattle, and take from me thence two kids, tender and good, and I will make them meats for thy father as he likes. And thou shalt bring them in to thy father, and he shall eat, that thy father may bless you before he dies. And Yaakov said to his mother Rebekah, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man. I am a smooth man. Peradventure my father may feel me, and I shall be before him as one ill-intentioned, and I shall bring upon me a curse and not a blessing." And his mother said to him, Only on me be thy curse, son. Only hearken to my voice, and go and bring me them. So he went and took and brought them to his mother, and his mother made meats as his father liked them. And Rebekah, having, ta- having taken the fine raiment of her elder son Esau, which was with her in the house, put it on Yaakov, her son, her younger son, and she put on his arms the skins of the kids and on the bare parts of his neck, and she gave them meats and the loaves which she had prepared into the hands of Yaakov, her son. And he brought them to his father and said, Father, and he said, Behold, I am here. Who art thou, son? And Yaakov said to his father, Aisau, thy firstborn, have done as thou toldest me. Sit, arise, sit, and eat of my venison, that thy soul may bless me. And Yitzchak said to his son, What is this which thou hast, hast quickly found? And he said, That which Yahweh thy Elohim presented before me. And Yitzhak said to Yaakov, Draw nigh to me, and I will feel thee, son, if thou art my son Esau or not. And Yaakov drew nigh to his father Yitzhak, and he felt him, and said, The voice is Yaakov's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And he knew him not, for his hands were as the hands of his brother Esau, Harry. And he blessed him. And he said, Art thou my son Esau? And he said, I am. And he said, Bring hither, and I will eat of thy venison. That eat of thy venison, son, that my soul may bless thee. And he brought it near to him, and he ate, and he brought him wine, and he drank. And Yitzchak his father said to him, Draw nigh to me, and kiss me, my son. And he drew nigh and kissed him, and smelled the smell of his garments, and blessed him, and said, Behold, the smell of my son is the smell of an abundant field, which Yahweh has blessed. And may Elohim give thee of the dew of heaven, and of the fatness of the earth, and abundance of corn and wine, and let nations serve you, and princes bow down to you, and be thou lord of thy brother, and thy sons of thy father shall do thee reverence. Accursed is he that curses thee, and blesses he that blesses ye. And it came to pass, after Yitzchak had ceased blessing his son Yaakov, it even came to pass, just when Yaakov had gone out from the presence of Yitzchak his father, that Esau his brother came in from his hunting, and he also made meats and brought them to his father. And he said to his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's venison, that thy soul may bless me. And Yitzhak his father said to him, Who are you? And he said, I am thy firstborn son Esau. And Yitzhak was amazed with very great amazement and said, Who is Who then is that has procured venison for me and brought it to me? And I have eaten and all of, I have eaten of all before thou camest, and I have blessed him, and he shall be blessed. And it came to pass, when Esau heard the words of his father Yitzchak, he cried out with a great and very bitter cry and said, Bless, I pray thee, me also, father. And he said to him, Thy brother has come with subtlety and had taken thy blessing. And he said, Rightly was his name called Yaakov, for lo, this is the second time he has supplanted me. He has both taken my birthright and now he has taken my blessing. And Esau said to his father, 
Hast thou not left a blessing for me, father? And Yitzchak answered and said to Esau, if I, have made him if I have made him thy lord, and I have made all his brethren his servants, and have strengthened him with corn and wine, what then shall I do for thee, son? And Esau said to his father, Hast thou only one blessing, father? Bless, I pray thee, me also, father. And Yitzchak, being troubled, Esau cried aloud and wept. And Yitzchak, his father, answered and said to him, Behold, thy dwelling shall be of the fatness of the earth, and of the dew of heaven from above. And thou shalt live by the sword, and shalt serve thy brother. And there shall be a time when thou shalt break and loosen his yoke from off thy neck. And Esau was angry with Yaakov because of the blessing with which his father blessed him. And Esau said in his mind, Let the days of my father's mourning draw nigh, that I may slay my brother Yaakov. And the words of Esau, her elder son, were reported to Rebekah. And she sent and called Yaakov, her younger son, and said to him, Behold, Esau thy brother threatens thee to kill thee now. Now then, my son, hear my voice, and rise and depart quickly into Mesopotamia, into Levan, my brother, into Haran, and dwell with him certain days, until thy brother's anger and rage depart from thee. And he forget what thou hast done to him, and I will send and fetch thee thence, lest at any time I should be bereaved of you both in one day. And Rebekah said to Yitzchak, I am weary of my life because of the daughters of the sons of Chet. If Yaakov shall take a wife of the daughters of his land, wherefore should I live? <clears throat> Chapter 28 And Yitzchak, having called for Yaakov, blessed him and charged him, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of the Canaanites. Rise and depart quickly into Mesopotamia, to the house of Bethuel, the, the father of thy mother, and take to thyself thence a wife of the daughters of Laban, thy mother's brother. And may my Elohim bless you, and increase you, and multiply you, and thou shalt become gatherings of nations. And may he give thee blessing of my father Avraham, even to thee and to thy seed after thee, to inherit the land of thy sojourning, which Elohim gave to Avraham. So Yitzchak sent away Yaakov, and he went into Mesopotamia, to Levan, the son of Bethuel the Syrian, the brother of Rebekah, the mother of Yaakov and Esau. And Esau saw that Yitzchak had blessed Yaakov and sent him away to Mesopotamia of Syria as he blessed him, to take himself a wife thence, and that he charged him, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of the Canaanites. And that Yaakov hearkened to his father and his mother, and went to Mesopotamia of Syria. And Esau also, having seen that the daughters of Canaan were evil before his father Yitzchak, Esau went to Ishmael and took Maleth, the daughter of Ishmael, the son of Abraham, the sister of Nebaioth, a wife in addition to his other wives. And Yaakov went forth from the well of the oath and departed into Haran, and came to, to a certain place and slept there, for the sun had gone down, and he took one of the stones of the place and put it at his head and lay down to sleep in that place and dreamed. And behold, behold a ladder fixed on the earth, whose top reached to heaven, and the angels of Elohim ascended and descended on it. And Yahuwah stood upon it and said, I am Yahuwah of thy father Avraham. And the Elohim of Yitzchak, fear not. The land on which thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the sand of the sea, and it shall spread abroad to the sea, and to the south, and to the north, and to the east. And in thee, and in thy seed, shall all the tribes of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee to preserve thee continually in all the way wherein thou shalt go. And I will bring thee back into this land, for I will not desert thee until I have done all that I have said to you. And Yaakov awaked out of his sleep and said, 
Yahuwah is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, How fearful is this place! This is none other than the house of Elohim, and this is the gate of heaven. And Yaakov rose up in the morning and took the stone <clears throat> he had laid there by his head, and he set it up as a pillar and poured oil on the top of it, and he called the name of that place the house of Elohim. And the name of the city before was Ulam Luz. And Yaakov vowed a vow, saying, If Yahweh Elohim will be with me and guard me throughout on this journey on which I am going and give me bread to eat and raiment to put on and bring me back in safety to the house of my father, then shall Yahweh be for an Elohim to me. And this stone, which I have set up as a pillar, shall be to me a house of Elohim. And all whatsoever thou shalt give me, I will tithe a tenth for thee. Chapter 29, <clears throat> Genesis, Septuagint version. And Yaakov started and went to the land of the east to Laban. And the son of Bethuel the Syrian, and the brother of Rebekah, the mother of Yaakov and Esau, and he looks, and behold, a well in the plain, and there were three, and there were and there were there three flocks of sheep resting at it, for out of that well they watered the flocks. But there was a great stone at the mouth of the well, and there were all the flocks gathered, and they all used to roll away the stone from the mouth of the well, and water the flocks, and set the stone again in its place on the mouth of the well. And Yaakov said to them, Brethren, whence are ye? And they said, We are of Haran. And he said to them, Know ye Laban, the son of Nahor? And they said, We do know him. And he said to them, Is he well? And they said, he is well. And behold, Rachel, his daughter, came with a sheep. And Yaakov said, Is it yet high day? Is, is it not yet time that the flocks be gathered together? Water ye the flocks, and depart and feed them. And they said, We shall not be able until all the shepherds be gathered together, and they shall roll away the stone from the mouth of the well. Then we will water the flocks. While he was yet speaking to them, behold, Rachel, the, son of the, son, the daughter of Laban, came with her father's sheep. For she, for she fed the sheep of her father. And it came to pass, when Yaakov saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, that Yaakov came and rolled away her, the stone from the mouth of the well and watered the sheep of Laban, his mother... Um, sorry, um, and watered the sheep of Laban, Laban, his mother's brother. And Jacob ki Yaakov kissed Rachel and cried with a loud voice and wept. And he told Rachel that he was the near relative of her father and the son of Rebekah. And she ran and reported to her father according to these words. And it came to pass when Laban heard the name of Yaakov, his sister's son, he ran to meet him and embraced and kissed him and brought him into his house. And he told Laban all these sayings. And Laban said to him, Thou art bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. And he was with him a full month. And Laban said to Yaakov, Surely thou shalt not serve me for nothing, because thou art my brother. Tell me what thy reward is to be. Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel, and the eyes of Leah were weak. But Rachel was beautiful in appearance, and exceedingly fair in countenance. And Yaakov loved Rachel, and said, I will serve thee seven years for thy younger daughter Rachel. And Laban said to him, It is better that I should give her to you than that I should give her to another man. Dwell with me. And Yaakov served for Rachel seven years, and they were before him as a few days by reason of his loving her. And Yaakov said to Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go in unto her. And Laban gathered together all the men of that place and made a marriage feast. And it was even, and he took his daughter Leah 
and brought her into Yaakov, and Yaakov went in unto her. And Laban gave to his daughter Leah Zelpha, his handmaid, and as, as a handmaid for her. And it was morning, and behold, it was Leah. And Yaakov said to Laban, What is this that thou hast done to me? Did I not serve thee for Rachel? And wherefore hast thou deceived me? And Laban answered, It is not done thus in our country to give the younger before the elder. Fulfill then her sevens, and I will give her, give to you, to you her also in return for thy labor, which thou laborest with me yet seven other years. And Yaakov did so, and fulfilled her sevens. And Laban gave him his daughter Rachel to wife. And Laban gave all... And Laban gave to his daughter her handmaid Bella, Bilha, Bala, for a handmaid. And he went into Rachel, and he loved Rachel more than Leah, and he served him seven other years. And when Yahuwah Elohenu saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. And Leah conceived and bore a son to Yaakov, and she called his name Reuben, saying, Because Yahuwah has looked on my humiliation and has given me a son, now then my husband will love me. And she conceived again and bore a second son to Yaakov. And she said, Because Yahuwah has heard that I am hated, he has given me this one also. And she called his name Simeon. And she conceived yet again and bore a son. And in the present time my husband will be with me, for I have borne him three sons. Therefore she called his name Levi. And having conceived yet again, she bore a son and said, Now yet again this time will I give thanks to Yahuwah. Therefore she called his name Judah, and seized bearing. Genesis chapter 30. And Rachel, having perceived that she bore Yaakov no children, was jealous of her sister, and said to Yaakov, Give me children, and if not, I shall die. And Yaakov was angry with Rachel, and said to her, Am I in the place of Elohim? Who has deprived you of the fruit of the womb? And Rachel said to Yaakov, Behold, my handmaid Bella, Bilha, Go into her, and she shall bear upon my knees, and I also shall have children by her. And she gave him Bilhah her maid for him to wife. And Yaakov went in unto her, and Bilhah, Rachel's maid, conceived, and bore Yaakov a son. And Rachel said, Elohim has given me judgment for me, and hearkened to my voice, and has given me a son. Therefore she called his name Dan. And Bilhah, Rachel's maid, conceived yet again, and bore a second son to Yaakov. And Rachel said, Elohim has helped me, and I contended with my sister and prevailed. And she called his name Naphtali, Naphtalim. And Leah saw that she ceased from bearing, and she took Zilpah, her maid, and gave her to Yaakov for a wife. And he went into her. And Zilpah, the maid of Leah, conceived and bore Yaakov a son. And Leah said, It is happily. And she called his name Gad. And Zilpah, the maid of Leah, conceived yet again and bore Yaakov a second son. And Leah said, I am blessed, for the woman will pronounce me blessed. And she called his name Asher. And Reuben went in the day of the barley harvest and found apples of mandrakes in the field and brought them to his mother, Leah. And Rachel said to Leah, her sister, Give me of thy son's mandrakes. And Leah said, Is it not enough for you that you have taken my husband? Will thou also take my son's mandrakes? And Rachel said, Not so. Let him lie with thee tonight for thy son's mandrakes. And Yaakov came in out of the field at even, and Leah went forth to meet him and said, Thou shalt come in to me this day, for I have hired thee for thy son's mandrakes. And he lay with her that night. And Elohim hearkened to Leah, and she conceived, and bore Yaakov a fifth son. And Leah said, Elohim has given me my reward, because I have given my maid to my husband. And she called his name Issachar, which is reward. 
And Leah conceived again and bore Yaakov a sixth son. And Leah said, Leah said, Elohim has given me a good gift in this time. My husband will choose me, for I have borne him six sons. And she called his name Zabulon. And after this, she bore a daughter and called her name Dinah. Dina. And Elohim remembered Rachel, and Elohim hearkened to her and opened her womb. And she conceived and bore Yaakov a son. And Rachel said, Elohim has taken away my reproach. And she called his name Yosef, saying, let Elohim add to me another son. And it came to pass, when Rachel had born Yosef, Yaakov said to Laban, Send me away that I may go to my place and to my land. Restore my wives and my children, for whom I have served thee, that I might depart, for thou knowest the service wherewith I have served thee. And Laban said to him, If I have found grace in your sight, I would adjure well, for Yahuwah has blessed me at thy coming in. Appoint me thy wages, and I will give them. And Yaakov said, Thou knowest in what things I have served thee, and how many cattle of thine are with me. For it was little thou hadst before my time, and it is increased to a multitude. And Yahweh Eloheinu has blessed thee since my coming. Now then, when I shall, when shall I set up also mine own house? And Laban said to him, What shall I give thee? And Yaakov said to him, Thou shalt not give me anything. If thou wilt do this thing for me, I will attend thy flocks and keep them. Let all thy sheep pass by today, and separate thence every gray sheep from among them, among the rams, and every one that is speckled and spotted amongst the goats. This shall be my reward, and my righteousness shall answer for me on the morrow, for it is my reward before you. Whatsoever shall not be spotted and speckled among the goats, and the gray among the rams shall be stolen with me. And Laban said to him, Let it be according to thy word. And he separated in that day the spotted and speckled he-goats, and all the spotted and speckled she-goats, and all that was very, was gray among the rams, and every one that was white among them he gave them into the hands of his sons. And he set a distance of three days' journey between them, and Yaakov, and ya- and Yaakov, oh yeah, between them and Yaakov. And Yaakov tended the cattle of Laban that were left behind. And Yaakov took to himself green rods of storax tree and walnut and plane tree. And Yaakov peeled in them white stripes. And as he drew off the green, the white stripe which he had made appeared alternate on the rods. And he laid the rods which he had peeled in the hollows of the watering troughs, that whensoever the cattle should come to drink, as they should have come to drink before the rods, the cattle might conceive at the rods. So the cattle conceived at the rods, and the cattle brought forth young speckled and streak and spotted with ash-colored spots. And Yaakov separated the lambs and set before the sheep a speckled ram, and every variegated one among the lambs, and he separated flocks for himself alone and did not mingle them with the sheep of Laban. And it came to pass in the time wherein the cattle became pregnant, conceiving in the belly, Yaakov put the rods before the cattle in the troughs that they might conceive by the rods. But he did not put them indiscriminately whenever the cattle happened to bring forth. But the unmarked ones were Laban's and the marked ones Jacob's and the man, uh, Yaakov's. And the man became very rich and he had many cattle and oxen and servants and maidservants and camels and asses. Chapter 31. <clears throat> and Yaakov heard the words of the sons of Laban, saying, Yaakov has taken all that was our father's, and our father's property has he gotten all this glory. And Yaakov saw the countenance of Laban, and behold, it was not toward him as before. And Yahweh said to Yaakov, Return to the land of thy father and to thy family, and I will be with you. And Yaakov sent and called Leah and Rachel to the plain where the flocks were. And he said to them, I see the face of your father that is not toward me as before. 
But the Elohim of my father was with me. And ye too know that with all my might I have served your father. But your father deceived me and changed my wages for the ten lambs. Yet Elohim gave him not power to hurt me. If he should say thus, The speckled shall be thy reward, then all the cattle would bear speckled. And if he should say, The white shall be thy reward, then would all the cattle bear white. So Elohim has taken away all the cattle of your father and given them to me. And it came to pass, when the cattle conceived and were with young, that I beheld with mine eyes in sleep, and behold the he-goats and the rams leaping on the sheep, and the she-goats speckled and variegated and spotted with ash-colored spots. And the angel of Elohim said to me, in a dream, Yaakov, and I said, What is it? And he said, Look up with your eyes, and behold the he-goats and the rams leaping on the sheep, and the she-goats speckled and variegated and spotted with ash-colored spots. For I have seen all things that Laban does to you. I am Elohim that appeared to you in the place of Elohim, where thou anointest a pillar to me, and vouched to me there a vow. Now then, arise, and depart out of this land, depart into the land of thy nativity, and I will be with you. And Rachel and Leah answered and said to him, Have we yet a part or inheritance in the father in the house of our father? Are we not considered strangers by him? For he has sold us, and quite devoured our money. All the wealth and the glory which Elohim has taken from our father, it shall be ours and our children's now. Our our children's now then do whatsoever Elohim has said to you. And Yaakov arose and took his wives and his children up on the camels, and he took away all his possessions and all his store which he had gotten in Mesopotamia, and all that belonged to him to depart to Yitzchak his father in the land of Canaan. And Laban went to shear his sheep, and Rachel stole her father's images. And Yaakov hid the matter from Laban the Syrian, so as not to tell him that he ran away. And he departed himself and all that belonged to him, and passed over the river, and went into the mountain Galad. Is that Gilead? Yeah. Galad. But it was told Laban the Syrian on the third day that Yaakov was fled. And having taken his brethren with him, he pursued after him seven days' journey, and overtook him on Mount Gilead. Galad. And Elohim came to Laban the Syrian in sleep by night and said to him, Take heed to thyself that thou speak not at any time to Yaakov evil things. And Laban overtook Yaakov, and Yaakov pitched his tent in the mountain. And Laban stationed his brothers in Mount Gilad. And Laban said to Yaakov, What hast thou done? Wherefore didst thou run away secretly and pillage me and lead, me, lead away my daughters as captives taken with a sword? Whereas if thou hadst told me, I would have sent thee away with mirth and with songs and timbrels and harp. And I was not counted worthy to embrace my children and my daughters. Now then thou hast wrought foolishly. And now my hand has power to hurt thee. But the Elohim of thy father spoke to me yesterday, saying, Take heed to thyself that thou speak not evil words to Yaakov. Now then, go thy, go on thy way, for thou hast earnestly desired to depart to the house of thy father, whereas thou hast stolen my, no, wherefore hast thou stolen my gods? And Yaakov answered and said to Laban, Because I was afraid, for I said, Lest at any time thou shouldst take away thy daughters from me and all my possessions. And Yaakov said, With whomsoever thou shalt find thy gods, he shall not live in the presence of our brethren. Take notice of what I have. Take notice of what I have of thy property, and take it. And he observed nothing with him. But Yaakov knew not that his wife Rachel had stolen them. And Laban went in. And this is this is the power of words, brothers and sisters. Yaakov put a curse on whoever had the images, and he didn't know that Rachel had them. 
but nevertheless his word came to pass. And Laban went in and searched in the house of Leah and found them not. And he went out of the house of Leah and searched in the house of Yaakov and in the house of the two maidservants and found them not. And he went also into the house of Rachel and Rachel took the idols and cast them among the camel's packs and sat upon them. And she said to her father, be not indignant, sir. I cannot rise up before thee, for it is with me according to the, the manner of women. Laban searched in all the house and found not the images. And Yaakov was angry and strove with Laban. And Yaakov answered and said to Laban, What is my injustice? And what my sin? That thou hast pursued after me, and that thou hast searched all my furniture of my house. What hast thou found of all the furniture of thine house? Set it here between, between thy relations and my relations, and let them decide between us two. These twenty years have I been with you, thy sheep and thy he-goats have not failed in bearing. I have devoured not the rams of thy cattle, that which was taken of beasts I brought not to thee. I made good of myself the thefts of the day, and the thefts and the thefts of the night. I was parched with heat by day, and chilled with frost by night, and my sleep departed from my eyes. These twenty years have I been in thy house, and I served thee fourteen years for thy two daughters, and six years among thy sheep, and thou didst falsely rate my wages for the ten lambs. Unless I had the Elohim of my father Abraham and the fear of Yitzchak, now thou wouldst have sent me away empty. Elohim saw my humiliation and the labor of my hands and rebuked thee yesternight. And Laban answered and said to Yaakov, the, daughter, the daughters are my daughters, and the sons my sons, and the cattle are my cattle, and all things which thou seest are mine, and the property of my daughters. What shall I do to them today, or their children which they bore? Now then come, let us make a covenant both I and you, and it shall be for a witness between me and you. And he said to him, Behold, there is none with us. Behold, Elohim is witness between me and you. And Yaakov, having taken a stone, set it up for a pillar. And Yaakov said to his brethren, Gather stones. And they gathered stones and made a heap, and ate there upon the heap. And Laban said to him, This heap witnesses between me and thee today. And Laban called it the heap of testimony. And Yaakov called it the heap, the witness heap. And Laban said to Yaakov, Behold this heap, and the pillar which I have set between me and you, this heap witnesses. And this pillar witnesses, therefore its name is called the heap of witness. <clears throat> and the vision of which he said, Let Elohim look to it between me and you, because we are about to depart from each other. If thou shalt humble my daughters, if thou shalt, shouldst take wives in addition to my daughters, see, there is none with us looking on. Elohim is witness between me and you. And Laban said to Yaakov, Behold, this heap and this pillar are a witness. For if I should not cross over unto thee, neither shouldst thou cross over to me. For mischief beyond this heap and for mischief beyond this heap and this pillar. The Elohim of Avraham and the Elohim of Nahor judge between us. And Yaakov swore by the fear of his father Yitzchak. And he offered a sacrifice in the mountain and called his brethren. And they ate and drank and slept in the mountain. Chapter 32. <clears throat> and Laban, Laban rose up in the morning and kissed his sons and his daughters and blessed them. And Laban, having turned back, departed to his place. And Yaakov departed for his journey. And having looked up, he saw the host of Elohim encamped. And the angels of Elohim met him. And Yaakov said when he saw them, This is the camp of Elohim. And he called that the name of that place encampments. And Yaakov sent messengers before him to Esau his brother, to the land of Seir, to the country of Edom. And he charged them, saying, Thus shall you say to my lord Esau, 
Thus saith thy servant Yaakov, I have sojourned with Laban, and tarried until now. And there were born to me oxen, and asses, and sheep, and men servants, and women servants. And I sent to tell my lord, to tell my lord Esau, that thy servant might found grace in thy sight. And the messengers returned to Yaakov, saying, We came to thy brother Esau, and lo, he comes to meet to meet thee, and four hundred men with him. And Yaakov was greatly terrified, and was perplexed, and he divided the people that was with him. Oops and the cows, and the camels, and the sheep into two camps. And Yaakov said, If Esau should come to one camp and smite it, the other camp shall be in safety. And Yaakov said, Elohim of my father Avraham, and Elohim of my father Yitzchak, O Yahuwah, thou art he that said to me, Depart quickly to the land of thy birth, and I will do thee good. Let there be to me a sufficiency of all the justice and of all the truth which thou hast wrought with thy servant. For this, for with this my staff I have passed over this Jordan, and now I am come between two camps. Deliver me from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I am afraid of him, lest happily he should come and smite me, and the mother upon the children. But thou saidst, I will do thee good, and I will make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which shall not be numbered for multitude. And he slept there that night, and took of the gifts which he carried with him, and sent out to Esau his brother two hundred she-goats, twenty he-goats, two hundred sheep, twenty rams, milch camels, and their foals, thirty, four, uh, thirty, forty kine, ten bulls, twenty asses, and ten colts. And he gave them to his servants, each drove apart, and he said to his servants, Go on before me and put a space between drove and drove. And he charged the first, saying, If Esau my brother meet thee, and he asked thee, saying, Whose art thou? And whither wouldst thou go? And whose are these possessions advancing before you? And thou shalt say, Thy servant Yaakov's. He hath sent gifts to my lord Esau, and lo, he is behind us. And he charged the first, and the second, and the third, and all that went before him after the, these flocks, saying, Thus shall ye speak to Esau when ye find him. And ye shall say, Behold, thy servant Yaakov comes after us. For he said, I will propitiate his countenance with the gifts going before his presence. And afterwards I will behold his face, for peradventure he will accept me. So the presence went on before him, but he himself lodged that night in the camp. And he arose that night and took his two wives and his two servant maids and his eleven children and crossed over the ford Yabok. And he took them and passed them over the torrent and brought over all his possessions. And Yaakov was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till the morning. And he saw that he prevailed not against him. And he touched the broad part of his thigh, and the broad part of Yaakov's thigh was benumbed in his wrestling with him. And he said to him, Let me go, for the day has dawned. But he said, I will not let thee go, unless thou bless me. And he said to him, What is thy name? And he answered, Yaakov. And he said to him, Thy name shall no longer be called Yaakov. But Israel shall be thy name. For thou hast prevailed with Elohim, and shall be mighty with men. And Yaakov asked and said, Tell me thy name. And he said, Wherefore you ask after my name? And he said, And he blessed him there. And Yaakov called the name of that place the face of Elohim. For said, for said he, I have seen Elohim face to face, and my life was preserved. And the sun rose up upon him when he passed the face of Elohim. And he halted upon his thigh. Therefore, the children of Israel will by no means eat of the sinew which was benumbered, which is on the broad part of the thigh until this day, because the angel touched the broad part of the thigh of Yaakov, even the sinew which was benumbered. Genesis chapter 33, Septuagint version. 
And Yaakov lifted up his eyes and beheld, and lo, Esau his brother coming, and four hundred men with him. And Yaakov divided the children to Leah and to Rachel and the two handmaidens. And he put the two handmaidens and their children with the first, and Leah and her children behind, and Rachel and Joseph last. But he advanced himself before them and did reverence to the ground seven times until he drew near to his brother. And Esau ran on to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him and they both wept. And Esau looked up and saw the women and the children and said, Who are these to thee? And he said, The children with which Elohim has mercifully blessed thy servant. And the maidservants and their children drew near and did reverence. And Leah and her children drew near and did reverence. And after this drew near Rachel and Yosef and did reverence. And he said, What are these things to thee, all these companies that I have met? And he said, That thy servant might find grace in thy sight, my Lord. And Esau said, I have much, my brother. Keep thine own. And Yaakov said, If I have found grace in thy sight, receive the gifts through my hands. Therefore I have seen thy face. Therefore I have I seen thy face as if one should see the face of Elohim. And thou shalt be well pleasing with me. Receive my blessings, which I have brought thee, because Elohim has had mercy on me. And I have all things. And he constrained him, and he took them. And he said, Let us depart and proceed right onward. And he said to him, My Lord knows that the children are very tender, and the flocks and the herds with me are, are with young. If then I shall dry them hard one day, all the cattle will die. Let my Lord go on before his servant, and I shall have strength on the road according to the ease of the journey before me, and according to the strength of the children until I come to my Lord and see you. And Esau said, I will leave with thee some of the people who are with me. And he said, Why so? It is enough that I have found favor before you, my Lord. And Esau returned on that day on his journey to Seir. And Yaakov departs to his tents, and he made for himself their habitations. And for his cattle he made booths. Therefore he called the name of that place booths. And uh, the Hebrew word is here is, is sukkah. Suka, uh, um, this is the temporary dwelling, very similar to what we're doing this week with the, the uh, Feast of Sukkot. So this is the, actually the first place it was ever mentioned. And Yaakov came to Salem, the city of Shechemah, which is in the land of Canaan, when he departed out of Mesopotamia of Syria and took up a position in front of the city, and he brought and he bought the portion of the field where he pitched his tent of Emor, the father of Shechem, for a hundred lambs. And he set up there an altar and called on the Elohim of Israel. <clears throat> Chapter 34. And Dinah, the daughter of Leah, whom she bore to Yaakov, went forth to observe the daughters of the inhabitants. And Shechem, the son of Emor, the Hivite, the, yeah, the Hivite, the ruler of the land, saw her and took her and lay with her and humbled her. And he was attached to the soul of Dinah, the daughter of Yaakov, and he loved the damsel, and he spoke kindly to the damsel. Shechem spoke to Emor, his father, saying, Take from me this damsel to wife. And Yaakov heard that the son of Amor had defiled Dinah, his daughter. Now his sons were with his cattle in the plain. And Yaakov was silent until they came. <clears throat> and Hamor, the father of Shechem, went forth to Yaakov to speak to him. And the sons of Yaakov came from the plain. And when they heard, the men were deeply pained. And it was very grievous to them, because the man wrought folly in Israel, having lain with the daughters of Yaakov. And so it must not be. And Hamor spoke to them, saying, Shechem, my son, has chosen in his heart your daughter. Give her, therefore, to him for a wife. 
and intermarry with us. Give us your daughters, and take our daughters for your sons, and dwell in the midst of us. And behold, the land is spacious before you. Dwell in it, and trade, and get possessions in it. And Shechem said to her father, And Shechem said to her father and to her brothers, I would find grace before you, and we will give whatever you shall name. Multiply your demand of dowry very much, and I will give accordingly as you shall say to me. Only you shall give me this damsel for a wife. The sons of Yaakov answered to Shechem, and Amor his father craftily, and spoke to them, because they had defiled Dinah their sister. And Simeon and Levi, the brothers of Dinah, said to them, We shall not be able to do this thing, to give our sister to a man who is uncircumcised, for it is a reproach to us. Only on these terms will we conform to you, and dwell among you, if ye also will be as we are, and that every male of you be circumcised, and we will give you our daughters to you, and we will take of your daughters for wives to us, and we will dwell with you, and we will be as one race. But if you will not hearken to us as to be circumcised, we will take our daughter and depart. And the words pleased Hamor and Shechem, the son of Hamor. And the young man delayed not to do this thing, for he was much attached to Yaakov's daughter, and he was the most honorable in all his father's house. And Hamor and Shechem, his son, came to the gate of their city and spoke to the men of their city, saying, These men are peaceable. Let them dwell with us upon the land, and let them trade in it. And behold, the land is extensive before them. We will take their daughters for us to wives, and we will give them our daughters. Only on these terms will the men conform to us to dwell with us, so as to be one people. If every male of us be circumcised, as they also are circumcised, and they shall and shall not their cattle and their herds and their possessions be I'm sorry, and shall not their cattle and their herds and their possessions be ours? Only in this let us conform to them, that they will dwell with us. And all that went in the gate of their city hearkened to Amor and to Shechem his son, and they were circumcised in the flesh of their foreskins, every male. <clears throat> and it came to pass on the third day when they were in pain, the two sons of Yaakov, Simeon and Levi, Dina's brethren, took each man his sword and came upon the city securely and slew every male. And they slew Hamor and Shechem, his sons, with the edge of the sword, and took Dinah, Dinah out of their house of Shechem and went forth. But the sons of Yaakov came upon the wounded and ravaged the city wherein they had defiled Dinah, their sister, and their sheep and their oxen and their asses they took, and of all things whatsoever were in the city and whatsoever were in the plain, and they took captive all the persons of them and all their store and their wives and plundered both whatever things were in the city and whatever things were in the houses. And Yaakov said to Simeon and Levi, Ye have made me hateful, so that I should be evil to all the inhabitants of the land, both of the, the Canaanites and of the Perizzites. And I am few in number, and they will gather themselves against me, and cut me in pieces, and I shall be utterly destroyed in my house. And they said, Nay, but shall I treat our sister as an harlot? Uh, Genesis 35, Septuagint version. And Elohim said to Yaakov, Arise, go up to the place, Bethel, and dwell there, and make there an altar to Yahuwah, to the Elohim that appeared to you, when you fleedst, fleedst, fleedst from the face of Esau thy brother. And Yaakov said to his house, and to all that were with him, Remove the strange gods that are with you from the midst of you, and purify yourselves, and change your clothes. And let us arise and go up to Bethel, and let us make there an altar to Elohim, who hearkened to me in the day of calamity, who was with me and preserved me throughout in the journey, by which I went. And they gave to Yaakov the strange Elohim, which were in their hands, and the earrings which were in their ears. And Yaakov hid them under the turpentine tree, which is in Shechemah, and destroyed them to this day. 
So Israel departed from Sekhmah, and the fear of Elohim was upon the cities round about them, and they did not pursue after the children of Israel. And Yaakov came to Luza, which is in the land of Canaan, which is in which is Bethel, and all the people that were with him. And there, and he built there an altar. And call the name of the place Bethel, for there Elohim appeared to him when he fled from the face of his brother Esau. And Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died and was buried below Bethel under the oak, and Yaakov called its name the Oak of Mourning. And Elohim appeared to Yaakov once more in Luza when he came out of Mesopotamia of Syria, and Elohim blessed him, and Elohim said to him, Thy name shall not be called Yaakov, but Yisrael. Israel shall thy name shall be thy name, and he called his name Israel. And Elohim said to him, I am thy Elohim, increase and multiply, for nations and gatherings of nations shall be of thee, and kings shall come out of thy loins, and the land which I gave to Avraham and to Yitzchak I have given to you. And it shall come to pass that I will give this land also to thy seed after you. And Elohim went up from him from the place where he spoke with him. And Yaakov set up a pillar in the place where Elohim spoke with him, even a pillar of stone, and offered a libation upon it, and poured oil upon it. And Yaakov called the name of the place in which Elohim spoke with him, Bethel. And Yaakov removed from Bethel, and pitched his tent beyond the tower of Geder. And it came to pass, when he drew nigh to Chabrathah, to enter in Ephrathah, Rachel travailed, and in her travail she was in hard labor. It came to pass in her hard labor that the midwife said to her, Be of good courage, for you shall have you shall also have this son. And it came to pass in her giving up the ghost, for she was dying, that she called his name the son of my pain. But his father called his name Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried in the way of the course of Ephrathah. This is Bethlehem. And Yaakov set up a pillar on her tomb. This is the pillar on the tomb of Rachel unto this day. And it came to pass when Israel dwelt in that land that Reuben went and lay with Bilhah, the concubine of his father, Yaakov. And Israel heard, and the thing appeared grievous before him. And the sons of Yaakov were twelve. The sons of the sons of Leah, the firstborn of Yaakov, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zabulon. And the sons of Rachel, Joseph and, ben- Joseph and Benjamin. And the sons of Bilhah, the handmaid of Rachel, Dan, and Naphtali, the sons of Zilpah, the handmaid of Leah, Gad, and Asher. These are the sons of Yaakov, which were born to him in Mesopotamia of Syria. And Yaakov came to Yitzchak, his father, to Mamre, to a city on the plain. This is Hebron, in the land of Canaan, where Abraham and Yitzchak sojourned. And the days of Yitzchak, which he lived, were 180 years, and Yitzchak gave up the ghost and died. And was laid to his family, old and full of days. And Esau and Yaakov, his sons, buried him. Chapter 36, Genesis, Septuagint Version. And these are the generations of Esau. This is Edom. And Esau took to himself wives of the daughters of the Canaanites, Ada, the daughter of Elom, the Chetite, and Olibama, the daughter of Anna, the son of Segbon, the Hivite, and Basimoth, the daughter of Ishmael, sister of Nabaioth, and Ada bore to him Eliphaz, and Basimoth bore Raguel, and Olibama bore Yus, and Yeglom, and Sor. These are the sons of Esau, which were born to him in the land of Canaan. 
Esau took his wives and his sons and his daughters and all the persons of his house and all his possessions and all his cattle and all that he had got and all things whatsoever he had acquired in the land of Canaan. And Esau went forth from the land of Canaan from the face of his brother Yaakov, for their substance was too great for them to do altogether. And the land of their sojourning could not bear them because of the abundance of their possessions. And Esau dwelt in Mount Seir. Esau, he is Edom. And these are the generations of Esau, the father of Edom in the Mount Seir. And these are the names of the sons of Esau, Eliphaz, the son of Ada, the wife of Esau, and Raguel, the son of Basimoth, wife of Esau. The sons of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, Sophar, Gotham, Kenez, or Kenaz. And Tama was a concubine of Eliphaz, the son of Esau. She bore Amalek to Eliphaz. These are the sons of Ada, the wife of Esau. And these are the sons of Raguel, Nechoth, Zare, Some, and Mose. These are the sons of Basimoth, wife of Esau. And these are the sons of Olibama, the daughter of Anna, the son of Sigbon, the wife of Esau. And she bore to Esau, Jeus, Jeglom, and Sor. These are the chiefs of the sons of Esau, even the sons of Eliphaz, the firstborn of Esau, chief or Duke Taman, chief or Duke Omar, Duke Sofar, Duke Kenaz, Duke Kore, Duke Gotham, Duke Amalek. These are the dukes of Eliphaz in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Ada, and these are the sons of Raguel, the sons of Esau, chief Nahoth, or um, Duke, Duke Zare, Duke Some, Duke Mose, these are the dukes of Raguel in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Basimoth, wife of Esau. These are the sons of Olibama, wife of Esau. Duke Zeus, Duke Jeglom, Duke Kore, these are the dukes of Olibama, the daughter of Anna, wife of Esau. These are the sons of Esau, and these are the dukes. These are the sons of Edom. These are the sons of Seir, the Horite, who inhabited the land Lotan, Sebegon, Anna, Deson, Asar, Rizon. These are the dukes of the Horite, the sons of Seir, the land of Edom. And the sons of Lotan were Horai, uh, Haman, the sister of Lotan, Tema, Temna. And these are the sons of Sobal, Golam, and Manachath, and Gabel, and Sofar, and Omar. And these are the sons of Segbon, Ai, and Anna. This is the Anna who found Jamin in the wilderness when he tended the beast of his father Segbon. These are the sons of Anna, Deson, and Oliama was the daughter of Anna. These are the sons of Deson, Amada, Azban, and Ithran, and Haran. These are the sons of Asar, Balam, Zukam, and Jukam. And these are the sons of Rishon, Hoz, and Aran. These are the dukes of Horai, Duke Loktan, Duke Sobal, Duke Segbon, Duke Anna, Duke Deson, Duke Asar, Duke Rison. These are the dukes of Horai and their principalities in the land of Edom. And these are the kings which reigned in Edom before a king reigned in Israel. And Balak, son of Beor, reigned in Edom. And the name of his city was Denaba. And Balak died. And Jobab, this is Job, son of Zerah from Bozrah, reigned in his stead. And Jobab died. And Asom from the land of the Temanites reigned in his stead. And Asom died, and Adad, son of Barad, who cut off Madiam in the plain of Moab, ruled in his stead. And the name of his city was Gethaim. And Ada died, and Samada of Masakah reigned in his stead. And Samada died, and Saul of Rehoboth by the river reigned in his stead. And Saul died, and Balin, Balenon, the son of Akobor, reigned in his stead. 
and Balenon, son of Akobor, died, and Arad, the son of Barad, reigned in his stead, and the name of his city was Fogor. And the name of his wife was Metabil, daughter of Mariath, son of Mazub. These are the names of the chiefs of Esau, in their tribes, according to their place, in their countries, and in their nations, Duktimna, Dukgola, Dukjether, Dukolebema, Duk Helas, Duk Finon, Duk Kenes, Duk Timon, Duk Mazar, Duk Magdiel, Duk Zafion, these are the dukes of Edom, in their dwelling places, in the land of their possession. This is Esau, the father of Edom. Chapter 37, Genesis, Septuagint Version. And Yaakov dwelt in the land where his father sojourned, in the land of Canaan. And these are the generations of Yaakov. And Yosef was seventeen years old, feeding the sheep of his father with his brethren, being young, with the sons of Bilhah and with the sons of Zilpah, the wives of his father. And Yosef brought to Israel their father their evil reproach. And Yaakov loved Yosef more than all his sons, because he was to him the son of his old age. And he made for him a coat of many colors. And his brethren, having seen that his father loved him more than all his sons, hated him and could not speak anything peaceable to him. And Yosef dreamed a dream and reported it to his brethren. And he said to them, Hear this dream which I have dreamed. I thought you were binding sheaves in the middle of the field, and my sheaf stood up and was erected, and your sheaves turned around and did obeisance to my sheaf. And his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us, or shalt thou indeed be lord over us? And they hated him still the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed another dream, and related it to his father and to his brethren, and said, Behold, I have dreamed another dream, as it were the sun and the moon and the eleven stars did me reverence. And his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream which you have dreamed? Shall indeed both I and, my, and, my, and thy mother and thy brethren come and bow before thee to the earth? And his brethren envied him. But his father observed the saying, and his brethren went to feed the sheep of their father in Shechem. <clears throat> and Israel said to Joseph, do not, do not thy brethren feed their flock in Shechem? Come, I will send thee to them. And he said to them, Behold, I am here. And Israel said to him, Go and see if thy brethren and the sheep are well, and bring me word. And, and he sent him out of the valley of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. And a, man, and a man found him wandering in the field, and the man asked him, saying, what seekest thou? And he said, I am seeking my brethren. Tell me where they feed their flocks. And the man said to him, They have departed hence. And I heard them saying, Let us go to Dotham. And Yosef went after his brethren and found them in Dotham. And they spied him from a distance before he drew nigh to them, and they wickedly took counsel to slay him. And each said to his brother, Behold, that dreamer comes. Now then, come, let us kill him, and cast him into one of the pits. And we will say, An evil, an evil wild beast has devoured him. And we shall see what his dreams will be. And Reuben, having heard it, rescued him out of their hands and said, Let us not kill him. And Reuben said to them, Shed not blood. Cast him into one of these pits in the wilderness, but do not lay your hand upon him, that he might rescue him out of their hands and restore him to his father. And it came to pass, when Yosef came to his brethren, that they stripped Yosef of his many-colored coat that was upon him, and they took him and cast him into the pit. And the pit was empty. It had not water. And they sat down to eat bread, and having lifted up their eyes, they beheld, and lo, the Ishmaelites' travelers came from Gilead, <clears throat> and their camels were heavily loaded with spices and resin and myrrh, and they went to bring them to Egypt. And Judah said to his brethren, What profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to these Ishmaelites, and let not our hands be upon him, because he is our brother and our flesh. And his brothers hearkened. 
And the men, the merchants of Madian, went by, and they drew and lifted up Yosef out of the pit and sold Yosef to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of gold. And they brought Yosef down into the into Egypt. And Reuben returned to the pit and seized not Yosef in the pit, and he rent his garments. And he returned to his brethren and said, The boy is not, and whither am I yet to go? And having taken the coat of Yosef, they slew a kid of goats and stained the coat with blood. And they sent the coat of many colors, and they brought it to their father and said, This have we found. Know if it be thy son's coat or no. And he recognized it and said, It is my son's coat. An evil wild beast has devoured him. A wild beast has carried off Yosef. And Yaakov rent his clothes and put sackcloth on his loins and mourned for his son many days. And all his sons and his daughters gathered themselves together and came to comfort him. But he would not be comforted, saying, I will go down to my son mourning to Hades. And his father wept for him. And the Midianites sold Yosef into Egypt to Potiphar, Potiphar, the eunuch of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, Petipharus. Chapter 38. And it came to pass at that time that Judah went down from his brethren and saw and, and came as far as to a certain man of Odolam, whose name was Eras. And Judah saw there a daughter of a Canaanite man whose name was Sava, and he took her and went into her, and she conceived and bore a son and called his name Ur. And she conceived and bore a son again and called his name Onan. And she again bore a son and called his name Shalom. And she was in Chazbi when she bore them. And Judah took a wife for Ur, his firstborn, whose name was Tamar. And Ur, the firstborn of Judah, was wicked before Yahuwah, and Elohim killed him. And Judah said to Anun, Go into thy brother's wife, and marry her as her brother-in-law, and raise up seed to thy brother. And Anun, knowing that the seed should not be his, it came to pass, when he went into his brother's wife, that he spilled it upon the ground, so that he should not give seed to his brother's wife. And his doing this appeared evil before Elohim, and he slew him also. And Judah said to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, Sit thou, a widow, in the house of thy father-in-law, until Shalom, thy son, my son, be grown. For he said, Lest he also die as his brethren. And Tamar departed and sat in the house of her father. And the days were fulfilled, and Sava, the wife of Judah, died. And Judah, being comforted, went to them that sheared his sheep, himself and Eras, his shepherd, the Odolamite, to Tamar. And it was told Tamar, his daughter-in-law, saying, Behold, thy father-in-law goeth up to Timnah, to, uh, to shear his sheep. And having taken off the garments of her widowhood from her, she put on a veil and ornamented her face and sat by the gates of Anon, which is in the way to Temna. For she saw that Shalom was grown, but he gave her not to him for a wife. And when Judah saw her, he thought her to be a harlot, for she covered her face and he knew her not. And he went out of his way to her and said to her, Let me come in to you. For he knew not that she was his daughter-in-law. And she said, what wilt thou give me if, I sh- if, if thou should come into me? And he said, I will send thee a kid of the goats from my flock. And she said, Well, if thou wilt give me an earnest until, the, until thou sent it. And he said, What is the earnest that I shall give thee? Earnest, like a deposit. And she said, Thy ring and thy bracelet and the staff in thy hand. And he gave them to her and went into her. And she conceived by him. And she arose and departed and took, took her veil from off her and put on the garments of her widowhood. And Judah sent the kid of the goats by the hand of a shepherd, the Adolamite, to receive the pledge from the woman, and he found her not. And he asked the men of the place, Where is the harlot who was in Anan by the wayside? And they said, There is no harlot here. And he returned to Judah and said, I have not found her. And the men of that place say that there is no harlot there. And Judah said, Let her have them. 
but let us not be ridiculed. I sent this kid, but thou hast not found her. And it came to pass after three, three months that it was told you to saying, Tamar, thy daughter-in-law, has grievously played the harlot. And behold, she is with child by whoredom. And Judah said, Bring her out and let her be burnt. And as they were bringing her, she sent to her father-in-law saying, I am with child by the man whose these things are. And she said, See whose this is this ring and bracelet and staff. And Judah knew them and said, Tamar is cleared rather than I, for as much as I gave her not to Shalom, my son, and he knew her not again. And he, and he knew her not again. It came to pass when she was in labor that she also had twins in her womb. And it came to pass as she was bringing forth, one thrust forth his hand, and the midwife, having taken hold of it, bound upon his hand a scarlet thread, saying, This one shall come out first. And when he drew back his hand, then immediately came forth his brother. And she said, Why has the barrier been cut through because of you? And she called his name Ferez. And after this came forth his brother, on whose hand was the scarlet thread, and his name was called Zara. And Yosef was brought down into Egypt, and Potipharus, the eunuch of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard, an Egyptian, brought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, who brought him down thither. And Yahweh was with Yosef, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house with his lord, the Egyptian, and his master knew that Yahweh was with him. And Yahweh prospers in his hands whatsoever he happens to do. And Yosef found grace in the presence of his lord. And was well pleasing to him, and he set him over his house, and all that he had gave, all he had, all he, I'm sorry, and all that he had, he gave into the hand of Yosef. It came to pass after that he was set over his house and over all that he had, that Yahweh blessed the house of the Egyptian for Yosef's sake, and the blessing of Yahweh was on all his possessions in the house and in the field, and he committed all that he had into the hands of Yosef, and he knew not of anything that belonged to him, save the bread which he himself ate. And Yosef was handsome in form and exceedingly beautiful in countenance. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Yosef and said, Lie with me. But he would not, but said to his master's wife, If because of me my master knows nothing in his house and has given into my hands all, that, all things that belong to him, and in this house there is nothing above me, nor has anything been kept back from me, but thou, because thou art his wife, how then shall I do this wicked thing in a sin against Elohim? And when she talked with Yosef day by day, he hearkened not to hear her sleep to hear her sleep with her, so as to be with her. It came to pass on a certain day that Yosef went into the house to do his business, and there was no one of the household within, and she caught hold of him by his clothes and said, Lie with me. And having left his clothes in her hands, he fled and went forth. It came to pass when she, when she saw that he had left his clothes in her hands and fled and gone forth, that she called those that were in the house and spoke to them, saying, See, he has brought in us in to us a Hebrew servant to mock us. He came in to me, saying, Lie with me. And I cried with a loud voice. And when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried, having left his clothes with me, he fled and went forth and went forth out. So she leaves the clothes by her until the master come to his house. And she spoke to him according to these words, saying, The Hebrew servant whom thou broughtest in to us came in to me to mock me. And he said to me, I will lie with thee. And when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried, having left his clothes with me, he fled and departed forth. And it came to pass when his master heard all the words of his wife that he spoke to him, saying, Thus did thy servant to me, that he was very angry. And his master took Yosef and cast him into the prison, into the place where the king's prisoners are kept, there in the prison. And Yahweh was with Yosef, 
and poured down mercy upon him, and he gave him favor in the sight of the chief keeper of the prison. The chief keeper of the prison gave the, gave the prison into the hand of Yosef and all the prisoners, as many as were in the prison, and all things whatsoever they do there, he did them. Because of him, the chief keeper of the prison knew nothing, for all the things were in the hand of Yosef, because Yahuwah was with him. And whatever things he did, Yahuwah made them to prosper in his hands. <clears throat> Chapter 40, Genesis, Septuagint Version. And it came to pass after these things that the chief cupbearer of the king of Egypt and the chief baker trespassed against their lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was wroth with his two eunuchs, with his chief cupbearer and with his chief baker. And he put them in ward into prison, into the prison, into the place wherein two Yosef had been led. And the chief keeper of the prison committed them to Yosef, and he stood by them, and they were some days in prison. And they both had a dream in one night, and the vision of the dream of the chief cupbearer and the chief baker, who belonged to the king of Egypt, who were in the prison, was this. Yosef went into them into the morning and saw them, and they both had been troubled. And he asked the eunuchs of Pharaoh who were with him in the prison with his master, saying, Why is it that your countenance are so sad today? Oops. And they said to him, We have seen a dream, and there is no interpreter of it. And Yosef said to them, Is not the interpretation of them through Elohim? Tell them, tell them then to me. And the chief cupbearer related his dream to Yosef and said, In my dream a vine was before me, and in the vine were three stems, and it, and it budding shot forth blossoms. The clusters of grapes were ripe, and the cup of Pharaoh was in my hand, and I took the bunch of grapes and squeezed it into the cup, and I gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. And Yosef said to him, this is the interpretation of it. The three stems are three days. Yet three days, and Pharaoh shall remember thy office, and he shall restore thee to thy place of the chief cup, chief cup bearer. And thou shalt give the cup of Pharaoh into his hand, according to thy former high place, as thou was wont to be cup bearer. But remember me of thyself, when it shall be well with thee, and thou shalt deal mercifully with me, and thou shalt make mention of me to Pharaoh, and thou shalt bring me forth out of this dungeon." For surely I was stolen away out of the land of, of the Hebrews, and here I have done nothing, but they have cast me into this pit. And the chief baker saw that the interpretation, that he interpreted aright. And he said to Yosef, I also saw a dream, and methought I took up on my head three baskets of mealy food. And in the upper basket there was the work of the baker of every kind which Pharaoh eats. And the fowls of the air ate them out of the basket that was on my head. And Yosef answered and said to him, This is the interpretation of it. The three baskets are three days. Yet three days, and Pharaoh shall take away thy head from, thy, from off thee, and shall hang thee on a tree, and the birds of the sky shall eat the flesh from off thee. And it came to pass on the third day that it was Pharaoh's birthday, and he made a banquet for all of his servants. And he remembered the office of the cupbearer and the office of the baker in the midst of his servants. And he restored the chief cupbearer to his office, and he gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. And he hanged the chief baker as Joseph interpreted to them. Yet did not the chief cupbearer remember Joseph, but forgot him. Genesis chapter 41, Septuagint version. And it came to pass after two full years that Pharaoh had a dream. He thought he stood upon the brink of the river, and lo, there came up, as it were, out of the river seven cows, fair in appearance, and choice of flesh, and they fed on the sedge. And other seven cows came up after these out of the river, ill-favored and lean-fleshed, and fed by the other cows on the bank of the river. And the seven ill-favored and lean cows devoured the seven well-favored and choice-fleshed cows, and Pharaoh awoke. And he dreamed again, and behold, the seven ears came up on one stalk, choice and good. 
And behold, seven ears thin and blasted with the wind grew up after them, and the seven thin ears blasted with the wind devoured the seven choice and full ears. And Pharaoh awoke, and it was a dream. And it was morning, and his soul was troubled. And he sent and called all the interpreters of Egypt, and all her and all her wise men. And Pharaoh related to them his dream, and there was no one to interpret them, and to interpret it to Pharaoh. And the chief cupbearer spoke to Pharaoh, saying, "I this day remember my fault." Pharaoh was angry with his servants and put us into prison in the house of the captain of the guard, both me and the chief baker. And we had a dream, both in one night, I and he. We saw each according to his dream. And there was with us a young man, a Hebrew servant of the captain of the guard. And we related to him our dreams, and he interpreted them to us. And it came to pass, as he interpreted them to us, so also it happened, both that I was restored to my office and that he was hanged. And Pharaoh, having sent, called Yosef, and they brought him out from the prison and shaved him and changed his dress, and he came to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Yosef, I have seen a vision, and there is no one to interpret it. But I have heard saying concerning thee that thou didst hear dreams and interpret them. And Yosef answered Pharaoh and said, Without Elohim, an answer of safety shall not be given to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh spoke to Yosef, saying, In my dream, methought I stood by the bank of the river. And there came up, as it were, out of the river seven cows, well-favored and choice-fleshed. And they fed on the sedge. And behold, seven other cows came up, came up after them out of the river, ill-favored and lean-fleshed, and such as I never saw worse in all the land of Egypt. And the seven ill-favored and thin cows ate up the seven first good and choice cows. And they went into their bellies, and it was not perceptible that they had gone into their bellies, and their appearance was uh, was ill-favored, as also at the beginning. And after I awoke, I slept, and I saw again in my sleep, as it were, seven ears came up on one stem, full and good, and other seven ears, thin and blasted with the wind, and sprang up close to them. And the seven thin and blasted ears devoured the seven fine and full ears, so I spoke to the interpreters, and there was no one to explain it to me. And Yosef said to Pharaoh, The dream of Pharaoh is one. Whatever Elohim does, he has shown to Pharaoh. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good ears are seven years. The dream of Pharaoh is one. And the seven thin kind that came up after them are seven years, and the seven thin and blasted ears are seven years. There shall be seven years of famine. And as for the word which I have told Pharaoh, whatsoever Elohim intends to do, he has shown to Pharaoh. Behold, for seven years there is coming great plenty in all the land of Egypt, but there shall come seven years of famine after these, and they shall forget all the plenty that shall be in Egypt, and the famine shall consume in the land. And the plenty shall not be known in the land by reason of the famine that shall be after this, for it shall be very grievous. And concerning the repetition of the dream of to Pharaoh twice, it is because the saying which is from Elohim shall be true, and Elohim will hasten to accomplish it. Now then, look out to a wise and prudent man, and set him over the land of Egypt, and let Pharaoh make a make and appoint a local governors over the land and let them take up a fifth part of all the produce of the land of Egypt for the seven years of plenty and let them gather all the food of these seven years good year um, I'm sorry and let them gather all the food of these seven good years that are coming and let the corn be gathered under the hand of Pharaoh let food be kept in the cities and the stored food shall be for the land against the seven years of famine by which shall be in the land of Egypt and the land shall be shall not be utterly destroyed by the famine. And the word was pleasing in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of all of his servants. And Pharaoh said to all of his servants, Shall we find such a man as this who has the spirit of Elohim in him? 
And Pharaoh said to Yosef, Since Elohim has showed you all these things, there is not a wiser or more prudent man than you. You shall be over my house, and all my people shall be obedient to your word. Only in the throne will I excel you. And Pharaoh said to Yosef, Behold, I set thee this day over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took took his ring off his hand and put it on the hand of Yosef and put him on a robe of fine linen and put a necklace of gold about his neck. And he mounted him on the second of his chariots and a herald made a proclamation before him and he set him over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh said to Yosef, I am Pharaoh. Without you, no one shall lift up his hand on all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called the name of Yosef. Oh, here we go. Son. Santhomaphenacheth. And he gave him Asenath, the daughter of Potipharis, priest of Heliopolis, the wife. And Yosef was 30 years old, uh, which, by the way, uh, should take a look at a book called um, The Prayer of Asenath. Asenath was actually a Hebrew woman, uh, not an Egyptian. And Yosef was 30 years old when he took before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Uh, by the way, this priest uh, of Heliopolis had adopted her. And Yosef was 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Yosef went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went through all the land of Egypt. And the land produced in the seven years of plenty whole handfuls of corn. And he gathered all the food of the seven years in which was the plenty in the land of Egypt. And he laid up the food in the cities, the food of the fields of a city round about, round about it he laid up in it. And Yosef gathered very much corn as the sand of the sea until it could not be numbered, for there was no number of it. And to Yosef were born two sons. Before the seven years of famine came, which Asenath, the daughter of Potipharis, priest of Heliopolis, bore to him. And Yosef called the name of the firstborn Manasseh. For Elohim, said he, has made me to forget all my toils and all my father's house. And he called the name of the second Ephraim. For Elohim, said he, has increased me in the land of my humiliation. And the seven years of plenty passed away, which were in the land of Egypt. And the seven years of famine began to come, as Yosef said, and there was a famine in all the land. But in all the land of Egypt there was bread. And all the land of Egypt was hungry, and the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. And Pharaoh said to all the Egyptians, Go to Yosef, and do whatever, whatever whatsoever he shall tell you. And the famine was on the face of all the earth, and Yosef opened all the granaries and sold to all the Egyptians. And all the countries came to Egypt to buy of Joseph. Yosef, for the famine prevailed in all the earth. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 42, Septuagint version. And Yaakov, having seen that there was a sale of corn in Egypt, said to his sons, Why are you indolent? Behold, I have heard that there is corn in Egypt. Go down thither and buy for us a little food that we may live and not die. And the ten brethren of Yosef went down to buy corn out of Egypt. But Yaakov sent not Benjamin, the brother of Yosef, with his brethren. For he said, Lest haply disease befall him and the sons of Israel. And the sons of Israel came to buy with those that came, for the famine was in the land of Canaan. And Yosef was ruler of the land. He sold to all the people the land. And the brethren of Yosef, having come, did reverence to him, bowing with the face to the ground. And when Yosef saw his brethren, he knew them and estranged himself from them. And he spoke hard words to them and, and said to them, Whence are you come? And they said, Out of the land of Canaan to buy food. And Joseph knew his brethren, but they knew not him. And Yosef remembered his dream, which he saw. And he said to them, Ye are spies to observe the marks of the land ye are come. But they said, Nay, sir, we are thy servants. 
are come to buy food. We are all the sons of what of one man. We are peaceable, and thy servants are not spies. And he said to them, Nay, but ye are come to observe the marks of the land. And they said, We, thy servants, are twelve brethren in the land of Canaan. And behold, the youngest is with our father today, but the other is not. The other one is not. And he also said to them, This is it that I spoke to you, saying, Ye are spies. Herein shall ye be manifested by the health of Pharaoh. Ye shall not depart hence, unless your younger brother come hither. Send one of you, and take your brother, and go ye to prison, until your words be clear, whether ye speak the truth or not. But if not, by the health of Pharaoh, verily ye are spies. And he put them in prison. He put them in prison three days. And he said to them on the third day, This do, and ye shall live. For I fear Elohim. If ye be peaceable, let one of your brethren be detained in prison. But go ye, and carry back the corn ye have purchased, and bring your brother to me, and your word shall be delivered. But if not, ye shall die. And they did so. And each said to his brother, Yes, indeed, for we are in fault concerning our brother, when we disregarded the anguish of his soul, when he besought us, and we hearkened not to him, and therefore has this affliction come upon us. And Reuben answered them, saying, Did I not speak to you, saying, Hurt not the boy, and ye heard me not? And behold, his blood is required. But they knew not that Joseph understood them, for there was an interpreter between them. And Joseph turned away from them and wept. And again he came to them and spoke to them, and he took, and he took Simeon from them and bound him before their eyes. And Joseph gave orders to fill their vessels with corn and to return their money to each, to each into his sack and to give them provision for the way. And it was so done to them. And having put the corn on the asses, they departed thence. And having one opened his sack to give his asses fodder at the place where they rested, saw also his bundle of money, for it was on the mouth of his sack. And he said to his brethren, My money has been restored to me, and behold, this is in my sack. And their heart was wonderstruck, and they were troubled, saying one to another, What is this that Elohim has done to us? And they came to their father Yaakov into the land of Canaan and reported to him all that happened to them, saying, The man, the lord of the land, spoke harsh words to us and put us in prison as spies of the land. And we said to him, We are men of peace, we are not spies. We are twelve brethren, the sons of our father. One is not, and the youngest is with his father today in the land of Canaan. And the man, the lord of the land, said to us, Herein shall I know that ye are peaceable. Leave one brother here with me, and having taken the corn ye have purchased for your family, depart. And bring me your younger brother, then I shall know that ye are not spies, but that ye are men of peace, and I will restore you your brother, and ye shall trade in the land. And it came to pass, as they were emptying their sacks, there was each man's bundle of money in his sacks, and they and their father saw their bundles of money, and they were afraid. And their father Yaakov said to them, Ye have bereaved me. Yosef is not. Simeon is not. And will you take Benjamin? All these things have come upon me. And Reuben spoke to his father, saying, Slay my two sons if I bring him not to thee. Give him into my hands, and I will bring him back to thee. But he said, My son shall not go down with you, because his brother is dead, and he only has been left. And suppose it, it shall come to pass, that if he is afflicted by the way which ye go, then ye shall bring down my old age with sorrow to Hades. <clears throat> Chapter 43. But the famine prevailed in the land, and it came to pass, when they had finished eating the corn, which they had brought out of Egypt, that their father said to them, Go again, buy us a little food. And Judah spoke with him, saying, The man, the lord of the country, positively testified to us, saying, Ye shall not see my face unless your younger brother be with you. If then you shall send our brother with us, we will go down and buy thee food. But if thou send not our brother with us, we will not go. For the man spoke to us, saying, Ye shall not see my face unless your younger brother be with you. 
And Israel said, Why did you harm me inasmuch as you told the man that you had a brother? And they said, The man closely questioned us about our family, also saying, Does your father yet live, and have you a brother? And we answered him according to, the, to this question, did we, did we know that he would say to us, Bring your brother? And Judah said to his father Israel, Send the boy with me. And we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, both we and thou and our store. And I engage for him. At my hand do thou require him. If I bring him not to thee and place him before you, I shall be guilty toward thee forever. For if we had not tarried, we should now have returned twice. And Israel their father said to them, If it be so, do this. Take up the fruits of the earth in your vessels and carry down to the man presents of gum and honey and frankincense, and stacte, and turpentine, and walnuts. And take double money in your hands, and the money that was returned in your sacks carry back with you, lest peradventure it is a mistake. And take your brother, and arise, and go to the man. And my Elohim give you favor in the sight of the man, and send away your older, your other brother, and Benjamin, for I accordingly, as I have been bereaved, and am bereaved. And the men, having taken these presents and the double money, took in their hands also Benjamin, and they rose up and went down to Egypt and stood before Yosef. And Yosef saw them and his brother Benjamin, born of the same mother. And he said to the steward of his household, Bring the men into the house and slay beasts and make ready, for the men are to eat bread with me at noon. And the man did as Yosef said, and he brought the men into the house of Yosef. And the men, when they perceived that they were brought into the house of Yosef, said, we are brought in because of the money that was returned in our sacks at the first, even in order to inform against us and lay it to our charge to take us for servants and our asses. And having approached the man who was over the house of Yosef, they spake to him in the porch of the house, saying, We pray thee, sir, we came down at first to buy food, and it came to pass when we came to unlaid and open our sacks, there was also this money of each in our sacks. We have now brought back our money by weight in our hands. And he have brought other money with us to buy food. We know not who put the money into our sacks. And he said to him, Elohim, deal mercifully with you. Be not afraid. Be not afraid. Your Elohim and the Elohim of your fathers has given you treasures in your sacks. And I had enough money, enough of your good money. I had enough of your good money. And he brought Simeon out to them. And he brought water to wash their feet and gave provender to the asses. And they prepared their gifts until Joseph came at noon. For they had heard that he was going to dine there, and Yosef entered into the house, and they brought him the gifts which they had in their hands into the house, and they did reverence to him with their face to the ground. And he asked them, How are you? And he said to them, Is your father the old man of whom you spoke well? Does he yet live? And they said, Thy servant, our father, is well. He is yet alive. And he said, Blessed be that man by Elohim. And they bowed and did him reverence. And Yosef lifted up his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, born of the same mother, and said, Is this your younger brother, whom ye spoke of bringing to me? And he said, Elohim, have mercy on thee, my son. And Yosef was troubled, for his bowels yearned over his brother, and he sought to weep, and he went into his chamber and wept there. And he washed his face and came out and refrained himself and said, Set on bread. And they set on bread for him alone, for them by themselves and for the Egyptians feasting with him by themselves. For the Egyptians could not eat bread with the Hebrews, for it is an abomination to the Egyptians. And they sat before him, the firstborn according to his seniority, and the younger according to his youth. And the men looked with amazement, every one at his brother. And they took their portions from him to themselves, but Benjamin's portion was five times as much as the portions of the others. And they drank and were filled with drink with him. 
chapter 44, And Yosef charged the steward of his house, saying, Fill the man's sacks with food, as much as they can carry, and put the money of each in the mouth of his sack, and put my silver cup into the sack of the youngest, and the price of his corn. And it was done according to the word of Yosef, as he said. The morning dawned, and the men were sent away and their asses. And when they had gone out of the city and were not afar off, then Yosef said to his steward, Arise, and pursue after the men, and thou shalt overtake them, and say to them, Why have you returned evil for good? Why have you stolen my silver cup? Is it not is it not this out of which my Lord drinks? And he divines augury with it? Ye have accomplished evil in that which ye have done. And he found them, and spoke to them according to these words. And they said to him, why does our Lord speak according to these words? Far be it from my servants to do according to this word. If we brought back to thee out of the land of Canaan the money which we found in our sacks, how should we steal silver or gold out of the house of my Lord? With whomsoever thy servant, uh, with whomsoever of thy servants thou shalt find the cup, let him die. And moreover, we will be servants to our Lord. And he said, Now then it shall be as ye say, With whomsoever the cup shall be found, he shall be my servant, and he shall be clear. And they hasted, and took down every man his sack on the ground, and they opened every man his sack. And he searched, beginning from eldest until he came to the youngest, and he found the cup in Benjamin's sack. And they rent their garments, and laid each man his sack on his ass, and returned to the city. And Judah and his brethren came into Yosef, while he was yet there, and fell on the ground before him. And Yosef said to them, What is this thing that you have done? Know ye not that a man such as I can surely divine? And Judah said, Judas, Yehuda said, What shall we answer to our Lord? Or what shall we say? Or when shall we be justified? Whereas Elohim has discovered the unrighteousness of thy servants, behold, we are slaves to our Lord, both we and he that whom the cup hath been found. And Yosef said, Far be it from me to do this thing. The man whom the cup with whom the cup has been found, he shall be my servant. But do ye go up with safety to your father? And Yehuda drew near and said, I pray, sir. Let thy servant speak a word before you, and be not angry with thy servant, for thou art next to Pharaoh. Sir, thy asked thy servant, saying, Have you a father or a brother? And he said to my Lord, We have a father, an old man, and he has a son of his old age, a young one. And his brother is dead, and he alone has been left behind to his mother, and his father loves him. And thou saidst to thy servants, Bring him down to me, and I will take care of him. And we said to my Lord, the child will be not able to leave his father, but if he should leave his father, he will die. But thou saidst to thy servants, Except thy younger brother come down with you, ye shall not see my face again. And it came to pass, when we went up to thy servant, to our father, we reported to him the words of our Lord. And our father said, Go again, and buy us a little food. And we said, We shall not be able to go down, but if our younger brother go down with us, we will go down. For we shall not be able to see the man's face, our younger brother, see the man's face, our younger brother not being with us. And thy servant, our father, said to us, Ye know that my wife bore me two sons, and one is departed from me. And he said that he was devoured of wild beasts, and I have not seen him until now. If then ye take this one also for my presence, and an affliction happen to him by the way, then shall ye bring down my old age with sorrow to the grave. Now then, if I should go in thy servant, if I should go in to thy servant, and our father, and the boy should not be with us, and his life depends on this lad's life, it shall even come to pass, when he sees the boy is not with us, that he will die, and thy servants will bring down the old age of thy servant, and our father with sorrow to the grave. 
For thy servant has received the boy in charge from his father, saying, If I bring him not thee and place him before thee, I shall be guilty toward my father forever. Now then, I will remain a servant with thee instead of the lad, a domestic of my Lord. But let the lad go up with his brethren, for how shall I go up to my father, the lad not being, the lad not being with us, lest I behold the evils with which will befall my father. Book of Genesis, chapter 45, Septuagint version. And Yosef could not refrain himself when all were standing by him, but said, Dismiss all from me, and no one stood near Joseph, when he made himself known to his brethren. And he uttered his voice with weeping, and all the Egyptians heard, and it was reported to the house of Pharaoh. And Yosef said to his brethren, I am Yosef. Does my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled. And Yosef said to his brethren, Draw nigh to me. And they drew nigh. He said, I am your brother Yosef, whom you sold into Egypt. Now then, be ye not grieved, and let it not seem hard to you that ye sold me hither. For Elohim sent me before you for life. For this second year for this second year there is famine on the earth, and there are yet five years remaining in that which there is to be neither plowing nor mowing. For Elohim sent me before you that there might be left to you a remnant upon the earth, even to nourish a great remnant of you. Now then, ye did not send me hither, but Elohim, and he hath made me as a father to Pharaoh, and lord of all his house, and ruler of all the land of Egypt. Hasten, therefore, and go up to my father, and say to him, These things saith thy son Yosef, Elohim has made me lord of all the land of Egypt. Come down, therefore, to me, and tarry not, and thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen, of Arabia, and thou shalt be near me. And thy sons and thy sons' sons, thy sheep and thine oxen, and whatsoever things are thine, and I will nourish thee there. For the famine is yet five for five years, lest thou be consumed, and thy sons and all thy possessions. Behold, your eyes see in the eyes of my brother Benjamin that it is my mouth that speaks to you. Report therefore to my father all my glory in Egypt and all things that ye have seen, and make haste and bring down my father hither. And he fell on his, on his brother Benjamin's neck and wept on him, and Benjamin wept on his neck, and he kissed all his brethren and wept on them. And after these things his brethren spoke to him. And the report was carried into the house of Pharaoh, saying, Yosef's brethren are come. And Pharaoh was glad, and his household. And Pharaoh said to Yosef, Say to thy brethren, Do this, fill your wagons, and depart into the land of Canaan, and take up your father and your possessions, and come to me, and I will give you of all the goods of Egypt, and ye shall eat the marrow of the land. And do thou charge them thus, that they should take for them wagons out of the land of Egypt, for your little ones and for your wives, and take up your father, and come. And be not sparing in regard to your property, for all the good of Egypt shall be yours. And all the children of Israel did so. And Yosef gave to them wagons, according to the word spoken by King Pharaoh. And he gave them provisions for the journey, and he gave them all two sets of raiment apiece. But to Benjamin he gave three hundred pieces of gold and five changes of raiment. And to his father he sent presents at the same rate, and ten asses bearing some of all the good things of Egypt, and ten mules bearing bread for his father for the journey. And he sent away his brethren. And they went, and he said to them, Be not angry, by the way. And they went up out of Egypt, and they came into the land of Canaan, to their to Yaakov their father. And they reported to him, saying, Thy son Yosef is living, and he is ruler over all the land of Egypt. And Yaakov was amazed, for he did not believe them. But they spoke to him all the words uttered by Yosef, whatsoever he said to them. And having seen the chariots which Yosef sent to take, up, take him up, the spirit of Yaakov their father revived. 
And Israel said, It is a great thing for me if Yosef, my son, is yet alive. I will go and see him before I die. <clears throat> Chapter 46. And Israel departed, he and all that he had, and came to the well of the oath, and he offered sacrifice to the Elohim of his father, Yitzchak. And Elohim spoke to Israel at night in that night vision, saying, Yaakov, Yaakov. He said, What is it? He says to him, I am the Elohim of thy fathers. Fear not to go down into Egypt, for I will make thee, thee there a great nation. And I will go down with thee into Egypt, and I will bring thee up at the end. And Yosef shall put his hands on thine, on thine eyes. And Yaakov rose up from the well of the oath, and the sons of Israel took up their father and their baggage and their wives on the wagons which Yosef sent to take them. And they took up their goods and all their property which they had gotten in the land of Canaan. And they came into the land of Egypt, Yaakov and all his seed with him, the sons and the sons of his sons with him, his daughters and the daughters of his daughters. And he brought all his seed into Egypt, and these, these are the names of the sons of Israel that went into Egypt with their father Yaakov, Yaakov and his sons. The firstborn of Yaakov, Reuben, and the sons of Reuben, Enoch and Phallus, uh, Asron and Charmai, the sons of Simeon, Jemuel, and Yamin, and Eod, and Achin, and Sa'ar, and Saul, and the, the son of the Canaanitish woman, and the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari, the sons of Yehuda, Ur, and Onan, and Shalom, and Perez, and Zerah, and Er Anonon died in the land of Canaan. The sons of Perez were Esron and Jemuel, the sons of Issachar, Thola, and Fua, Asum, and Sambran, and the sons of Zabulon, Sered, and Alon, and Achoel. These are the sons of Leah, which she bore to Yaakov in Mesopotamia of Syria, and Dina, his daughter of all the souls, and the sons of the daughters, thirty and three, and the sons of Gad, Saphon, Angus, and Sananis, and Thazoban, and Aedis, and Aroedis and Areles, the sons of Asher, Jemna, Yeshua, I'm sorry, Yemna, Yeshua, Yeuel, and Baria, and Sarah, their sister, and the sons of Baria, Chobor, and Melchil, these are the sons of Zelpha, which Laban gave to his daughter Leah, who bore these to Yaakov sixteen souls. And the sons of Rachel, the wife of Yaakov, Yosef, and Benjamin. And there were sons born to Yosef in the land of Egypt, whom Asenath, the daughter of Potipharis, the priest of Heliopolis, Heliopolis, bore to him, even Manasseh and Ephraim. And there were sons born to Manasseh, which the Syrian concubine, Syrian concubine bore to him, even Machir, and Machir begot Galad. And the sons of Ephraim, the brother of Manasseh, Sutalam and Ta'am, and the sons of Sutalam, Edom. And the sons of Benjamin, Bala, and Bochor, and Azbel, and the sons of Bala were Gera, and Neoman, and Anchis, and Ros, and Mafim, and Gera begot Arad. These are the sons of Rachel, which she bore to Yaakov, all the souls eighteen. The sons of Dan, Asom, and the sons of Naphtali, Asiel, and Gonai, and Isar, and Solem. These are the sons of Bilcha, whom Laban gave to his daughter Rachel, who bore these to Yaakov, all the seven souls, all the souls seven. And all the souls that came with Yaakov in Egypt, who came out of his loins beside the two wives, the sons of Yaakov, even those souls were sixty-six. And the sons of Yosef, who were born to him in the land of Egypt, were nine souls. And all the souls of the house of Yaakov who came with Yosef into Egypt were seventy-five souls. That's an interesting difference, and it actually lines up with a couple other books, non-canonical books, <clears throat> seventy-five. 
And he sent to Yehuda before him to Yosef to meet him in the city of Heroes into the land of Ramesses. And Yosef, having made ready his chariots, went up to meet Israel, his father, at the city of Heroes, and having appeared to him, fell on his neck and wept with abundant weeping. And Israel said to Yosef, After this I will gladly die, since I have seen thy face, for thou art yet living. And Yosef said to his brethren, I will go up and tell Pharaoh, and I will say to him, My brethren and my father's house, who were in the land of Canaan, are come to me. And the men are shepherds, for they have been feeders of cattle, and they have brought with them their cattle and their kind and all their property. If then Pharaoh call you and say to him, What is your occupation? You shall say, We thy servants are herdsmen from our youth until now, both we and our fathers, that you may dwell in the land of Gershom of Arabia, for every shepherd is an abomination to the Egyptians. Chapter 47, Genesis, Septuagint version. And Yosef came and told Pharaoh, saying, My father and my brethren and their cattle and their oxen and all their possessions are come out of the land of Canaan. And behold, they are in the land of Goshen. And he took of his brethren five men and set them before Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to the brethren of Yosef, What is your occupation? And they said to Pharaoh, Thy servants are shepherds, both we and our fathers. And they said to Pharaoh, We are come to sojourn in the land, for there is no pasture for the flocks of thy servants. For the famine has prevailed in the land of Canaan until now until then. Now, now then. Yeah. We will dwell in the land of Goshen. And Pharaoh said to Yosef, Let them dwell in the land of Goshen. And if thou knowest that there are among them able men, make them overseers of my cattle. So Yaakov and his sons came into Egypt to Yosef and Pharaoh, king of Egypt, heard of it. And Pharaoh spoke to Yosef, saying, Thy father and thy brethren are come to thee. Behold, the land of Egypt is before you. Settle thy father and thy brethren in the land, in the best land. And Yosef brought in Yaakov, his father, and set him before Pharaoh. And Yaakov blessed Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Yaakov, How many are the years of the days of thy life? And Yaakov said to Pharaoh, The days of the years of my life wherein I sojourn are a hundred and thirty years. Few and evil have been the days of the years of my life. They have not attained the days of the life of my fathers in which they sojourned. And Yaakov blessed Pharaoh and departed from him. And Yosef settled his father and his brethren and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land, in the land of Ramesses, as Pharaoh commanded. And Yosef gave provision to his father and his brethren and to all the house of his father, corn for each person. And there was no corn in all the land, for the famine prevailed greatly, and the land of and the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan fainted for the famine. And Yosef gathered all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan in return for the corn which they brought, and he disturbed corn to them. And Yosef brought all the money into the house of Pharaoh, and all the money failed out of the house, out of the land of Egypt and out of the land of Canaan. And all the Egyptians came to Yosef, saying, Give us bread, and why do we die in thy presence? For our money is spent. And Yosef said to them, Bring your cattle, and I will give you bread for your cattle, if your money is spent. And they brought their cattle to Yosef, and Yosef gave them bread in return for their horses, and for their sheep, and for their oxen, and for their asses. And Yosef maintained them with bread for all, the, for all their cattle in that year. And that year passed, and they came to him the second year, and said to him, Must we then be consumed from before our, our Lord? If our money has failed in our possessions and our cattle brought to you, our Lord, and there has not been left us before our Lord more than our own bodies in our land, we are indeed destitute. In order then that we die not before thee and the land be made desolate, buy us in our land for bread. And we in our land will be servants to Pharaoh. Give seed that we may sow and live and not die. So our land shall not be made desolate. 
And Yosef bought all the land of the Egyptians for Pharaoh, for the Egyptians sold their land to Pharaoh. For the famine prevailed against them, and the land became Pharaoh's. And he brought the people into bondage to him, for servants from one extremity of Egypt to the other, except only the land of the priests. Yosef brought, bought not this. For Pharaoh gave a portion in the way of the gift to the priests, and they ate their portion which Pharaoh gave them, therefore they sold not their land. And Yosef said to all the Egyptians, Behold, I have bought you and your land this day for Pharaoh. Take seed for you, and sow the land, and there shall be the fruits of it. And ye shall give the fifth part to Pharaoh, and the full remaining parts shall be for yourselves, for seed for the earth, and for you, and for all that are in your houses. And they said, Thou hast saved us. We have, found fa- we have found favor before our Lord, and we will be servants to Pharaoh. And jo- Yosef appointed it to them for an ordinance until this day to reserve a fifth part for Pharaoh on the land of Egypt, except only the land of the priests that was not Pharaoh's. And Israel dwelt in Egypt in the land of Goshen, and they gained an, in- an inheritance upon it, and they increased and multiplied very greatly. And Yaakov survived seventeen years in the land of Egypt, and Yaakov's days of the years of his life were a hundred and forty-seven years. And the days of Israel drew nigh for him to die. And he called his son Yosef and said to him, If I have found favor before you, put thy hand under my thigh, and thou shalt execute mercy and truth toward me, so as not to bury me in Egypt. But I will sleep with my fathers, and thou shalt carry me up out of Egypt and bury me in in their sepulcher. And he said, I will do according to thy word. He said, Swear to me. And he swore to him. And Israel did reverence, leaning on the top of his staff. Chapter 48. <clears throat> and it came to pass after these things that it was reported to Yosef, Behold, thy father is ill, and having taken his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, he came to Yaakov. And it was reported to Yaakov, saying, Behold, thy son Yosef cometh to thee. And Israel, having strengthened himself, sat upon the bed. And Yaakov said to Yosef, My Elohim appeared to me in Luza, in the land of Canaan, and blessed me. And said to me, Behold, I will increase you and multiply you, and will make of you multitudes of nations. And I will give this land to you and to thy seed after you for an everlasting possession. Now then, now then, now then, thy two sons, who were born to thee in the land of Egypt before I came to thee into Egypt, are mine, Ephraim and Manasseh. As Reuben and Simeon, they shall be mine. And the children which thou shalt beget hereafter shall be in the name of thy, their brethren. They shall be named after their inheritances. And as for me, when I came out of Mesopotamia of Syria, Rachel, thy mother, died in the land of Canaan, as I drew nigh to the horse course of Kabratha in the land of Canaan, so as to come to Ephrathah, and I buried her in the road of the course. This is Bethlehem. And when Israel saw that the sons of Yosef, and when Israel saw the sons of Yosef, he said, Who are thee? Who are these to thee? And Yosef said to his fathers, They are my sons, whom Elohim gave me here. And Yaakov said, Bring them to me, that I may bless them. Now the eyes of Israel were dim through age, and he could not see. And he brought them near to him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said to Yosef, Behold, I have not been depriving of seeing thy face. And lo, Elohim has showed me thy seed also. And Yosef brought them out from between his knees, and they did reverence to him with their face to the ground. And Yosef took his two sons, both Ephraim in his right hand, but on the left, Israel, and Manasseh on his left hand, but on the right of Israel, and brought them near to him. But Israel, having stretched out his right hand, laid it on the head of Ephraim, and he was the younger, and his left hand on the head of Manasseh, guiding his hands crosswise. 
And he blessed them and said, The Elohim in whose sight my fathers were well-pleasing, even Avraham and Yitzchak, the Elohim who continues to feed me from my youth until this day, the angel who delivers me from all evils, bless these boys, and my name shall be called upon them, and the name of my fathers, Avraham and Yitzchak, and let them be increased to a, a great multitude on the earth. And Yosef, having seen this, his father put his right hand on the head of Ephraim. It seemed grievous to him. And Yosef took hold of the hand of his father to remove it from the head of Ephraim to the head of Manasseh. And Yosef said to his father, And Yosef said to his father, Not so, father, for this is the firstborn. Lay thy right hand upon his head. And he would not, but said, I know it, son. I know it. He also shall be a people, and he shall be exalted, but his younger brothers shall be greater than he. And his seed shall become a multitude of nations. And he blessed them in that day, saying, In you shall Israel be blessed, saying, Elohim make thee as Ephraim and Manasseh. And he set Ephraim before Manasseh. And Israel said to Yosef, Behold, I die. And Elohim shall be with you, and restore you to the land of your fathers. And I give to thee Sichima, a select portion above thy brethren, which I took out of the hand of the Amorites with my sword and my bow. Chapter 49. And Yaakov called his sons and said to them, Assemble yourselves, that I may tell you what shall happen to you in the last days. Gather yourselves together and hear me, sons of Yaakov. Hear Israel, your father, Reuben. Thou art my firstborn. Thou art my strength and the first of my children. Hard to be endured and hard and self-willed. Thou was insolent like water, burst not forth with violence. For thou wentst up to my, the bed of thy father, and thou defiled the couch, defiled the couch whereupon thou wentest up. Simeon and Levi, brethren, accomplished the injustice of their cutting off. Let not my soul come into their counsel, and let not mine inward parts contend in their conspiracy. For their wrath, for in their wrath they slew men, and in their passion they, they hewed a bull. Cursed be their wrath, for it was willful, and their anger, for it was cruel. I will divide them in Yaakov, and scatter them in Israel. Yehuda, thy brethren have praised thee, and thy hands shall be on the back of thine enemies. Thy father's sons shall do thee reverence. Yehuda is a lion's whelp. From the tender plant, my son, thou art gone up. Having couched, thou liest as a lion. And as a whelp, who shall stir him up? A ruler shall not fail from Yehuda, nor a prince from his loins, until there come the things stored up for him. And he is the expectation of nations. Binding his foal to the vine, and the foal of his ass to the branch of it, he shall wash his robe in wine, and his garment in the blood of the grape. His eyes shall be more cheering than wine, and his teeth whiter than milk. Zabulon shall dwell on the coast, and he shall be a shall be by a haven of ships, and shall extend to Zidon. Issachar has desired that which is good, resting between the inheritances, and having seen the resting place that it was good, and the land that it was fertile, he subjected his shoulder to labor and became a husbandman. Dan shall judge his people as one tribe two in Israel, and let Dan be a serpent in the way, besetting the path, biting the heel of the horse, and the rider shall fall backward. Waiting for the salvation of Yahuwah. Gad, a plundering troop shall plunder him, but he shall plunder him, pursuing him closely. Asher, his bread shall be fat, and he shall yield dainties to princes. Leftali is a spreading stem, bestowing beauty on its fruit. Yosef is a son increased. My dearly loved son is increased. My youngest son turned to me, against whom men taking evil counsel reproached him, and the archers pressed hard upon him. But their bow and their arrows were mightily consumed, and the sinews of their arms were slacked, slackened by the hand of the mighty one of Yaakov. 
Thence he is, is he that strengthened Israel from the Elohim of thy father. And my Elohim helped thee, and he blessed thee with the blessings of heaven above, and the blessing of the earth possessing all things, because of the blessings of the breasts and of the womb. The blessing of thy father and thy mother, it has prevailed above the blessing of the lasting mountains. And beyond the blessing of the everlasting hills, they shall be upon the head of Yosef, and upon the head of the brothers of whom he took the lead. Benjamin, as a ravening wolf, shall eat still in the morning, and at evening he gives food. All these are the twelve sons of Yaakov, and their father spoke these words to them, and he blessed them, and he blessed each of them according to his blessing, and he said to them, I am added to my people. Ye shall bury me with my fathers in the cave, which is in the field of Ephron the Chetite, in the double cave which is opposite Mamre, in the land of Canaan, the cave which Abraham brought, bought of Ephron the Chetite for a possession of a sepulcher. There they buried Abraham and Sarah his wife. There they buried Yitzchak and Rebekah his wife. There they buried Leah in the portion of the field and of the cave that was in it, purchased of the sons of Chet. And Yaakov sees giving charges to his sons, and having lifted up his feet on his bed, he died and was gathered to his people. <clears throat> Book of Genesis, chapter 50, final chapter, Septuagint version. And Yosef fell upon his father's face and wept on him and kissed him. And Yosef commanded his servants, the embalmers, to embalm his father. And the embalmers embalmed Israel, and they fulfilled forty days for him. For so are the days of embalming numbered, and Egypt mourned for him seventy days. And when the days of mourning were past, Yosef spoke to the princes of Pharaoh, saying, If I have found favor in your sight, speak concerning me in the ears of Pharaoh, saying, My father adjured me, saying, And this sepulchre which I dug for myself in the land of Canaan, there thou shalt bury me. Now then, I will go up and bury my father and return again. And Pharaoh said to Yosef, Go up, bury thy father, as he constrained thee to swear. So Yosef went to up to bury his father, and all the servants of Pharaoh went up with him, and the elders of his house, and all the elders of the land of Egypt, and all the household of Yosef, and his brethren, and all the house of his father, and his kindred. They left behind the sheep and the oxen in the land of Goshen, and there went up with him also chariots and horsemen, and there was a very great company. And they came to the threshing floor of Atad, which is beyond Jordan, and they bewailed him with a great and very sore lamentation, and he made a mourning for his father seven days. And the inhabitants of the land of Canaan saw the morning at the floor of Atad and said, This is a great morning to the Egyptians. Therefore he called its name the morning of Egypt, which is beyond Jordan. And thus his sons did to him, so his sons carried him up into the land of Canaan and buried him in the double cave, which is which cave Abraham bought for a possession of a burying place of Ephraim the Chetite before Mamre. And Yosef returned to Egypt, he and his brethren, and those that had gone up with him to bury his father. And when the brethren of Yosef saw that their father was dead, they said, Let us take heed, lest at any time Yosef remember evil against us, and recompense to us all the evils which we have done against him. And they came to Yosef and said, Thy father adjured us before his death, saying, Thus say to Yosef, Forgive them their injustice and their sin, for as much as they have done thee evil, and now pardon the injustice of the servants of the Elohim of thy father. And Yosef wept while they spoke to him, and they came to him and said, We... These persons are thy servants. And Yosef said to them, Fear not, for I am for I am Elohim's. Ye took counsel against me for evil, but Elohim took counsel for me for good, that the matter might be as it is today, and much people might be fed. And he said to them, Fear not, I will maintain you and your families. And he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. 
And Yosef dwelt in Egypt, he and his brethren, and all the family of his, bro- of his father. And Yosef lived a hundred and ten years. And Yosef saw the children of Ephraim to the third generation, and the sons of Machir, the son of Manasseh, were born on the sides of Yosef. And Yosef spoke to his brethren, saying, I die, and Elohim will surely visit you, and will bring you out of this land to the land concerning which Elohim swore to our fathers, Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. And Yosef adjured the sons of Israel, saying, At the visitation with which Elohim shall visit you, then you shall carry up my bones hence with you. And Yosef died, aged 110 years, and they prepared his corpse and put him in a coffin. And that concludes the book of Genesis, brothers and sisters, uh, again, Septuagint version. So, um, thanks for being here uh, today. Again, this is a, a fulfillment, uh, what we're trying to fulfill in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, chapter 31, verses 10 through 13, to where the entire book, uh, the entire Torah is read uh, during the Feast of Sukkot. So, happy Sukkot to you, and I pray this is a blessing for you, but more importantly, I pray this is a blessing in the eyes of Yahuwah. And let's just conclude this with a prayer. And we'll see you all tomorrow. I may fluctuate the time. So if you are interested, um, I started at 11 a.m. Central today. I might start a little bit earlier tomorrow. Um, So just uh, pay attention to the time if you are interested in joining us live. Uh, Let's bow our hearts. Heavenly Father, Yahuwah, uh, the Elohim of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, we just, we bless you and thank you for this amazing feast of Sukkot. And, um, you know, as we dwell in this temporary shelters, we truly look to uh, the time where we will dwell with you and you sojourn with us forever. And in the meantime, Abba, we are just are so excited to continue to learn your ways uh, by your Torah. And we just thank you so much for allowing us to gather today and to hear the words of your first book, Bereshit, uh, known to us as Genesis. And we look forward to tomorrow to Shemot, uh, Exodus. We love you. We bless you. And we just pray that uh, you open, continue to open our eyes and ears uh, to behold the wondrous things out of your Torah. Blessed be you. And blessed be your only begotten son, Yahushua HaMashiach, who you sent for us. Amen and amen. Brothers and sisters, enjoy the re- enjoy Sukkot. We'll see you tomorrow morning for those that want to join us. Uh, until then, hey, continue your amazing uh, week-long feast of uh, Sukkot. We'll talk to you soon. Shalom.